A huge congratulations to Whalen Bay. They are the number one dealer in sales in the nation for Mako and Tahoe boats. How cool is that? Hey folks, Captain Kevin Favor here for Whalen Bay Marine, and I've been telling you for years how much I love the Mako Pro Skiff Series. They're an absolute inshore fishing machine. But don't forget, they also carry tracker boats, nitro performance fishing boats, sun tracker pontoon boats, and Tahoe boats. Now you want some bigger news? Whalen Bay is now the dealer for Ranger boats. The new Ranger Saltwater Bay boats look amazing. Also, Ranger Aluminum Series and Ranger pontoons, which are perfect for fishing and just relaxing. So now, no matter what your boating needs are, Whalen Bay has you covered. And I can promise you that when you buy your new boat, all the folks at Whalen Bay will make sure your boat is rigged correctly and in a timely manner. You can do all this at Whalen Bay in St. Augustine located at 845 State Road 207 or give them a call at 217-3778 or visit WhalenBayMarine.com. Whalen Bay Marine, your authorized dealer for tracker boats, Nitro, Sun Tracker, Tahoe, Mako, and now your full line of Ranger boats. And remember, every day is a boat show at Whalen Bay Marine. Welcome to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. I'm Captain Kevin Favor, sitting in with Logovan, Captain Kirk Waltz, Chris Wayne's bringing it to you. We're yeah. all here, boys. And it's Good a morning. beautiful it day in the beautiful. neighborhood. Yeah, if you haven't been outside, get your cup of coffee God, and walk are out there. Are you angry? Uh, did you hear the anger I, I did. Uh, Total yeah, anger. it sucked. Good I Lord. went outside. It was terrible. <laughs> you it know, absolutely I, I, terrible. Maybe, maybe it's only an outdoors guy. <laughs> Who kind of likes this weather? I, I'm fine with it I, every I, now and again. I'm fine too. with it too. Yeah. Fine we need it. it. We do. We you need gotta it. have this kind of weather every Sucked. once in a while. What we need <laughs> sucked is really we really need colder weather that's going to last for a few days. Well, we don't want to get it too cold though for the fishies. Well, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. But I mean for for the bugs in Georgia and and uh, I'm with you. Kill some of these dang sand gnats and yeah. some of these flies. And, yeah. Yeah. I, you know what? I, that is a total myth. I don't know about that, dude. It's a I'm total myth. I'm telling you, dude. You ever been to Canada? True. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean yeah, it's I get awful. It. The black flies. I know. Mosquitoes. South Dakota's the like mosqui- that, too. It'll be, it'll be freezing, and yeah. you're going, nothing to live. And the next day, it, 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 yes. it, it comes up. You go, where all these daggum sand nets come exactly. from? Exactly. You're like, what the heck? Yeah. I never imagined. I remember the first time that I ever went to Canada to go hunting. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, uh, I remember they said, you know, make sure that you bring Bugs something break. for, for you know, Black for bugs, bugs, right? Yeah. yeah. And this was, this was pre-bug tamer. Okay. Oh, Lord. Yeah. Yeah. This is deep. So, yeah, so I'm thinking, okay, well, what am I going to do? They're, so they're like long sleeve, you know, and all this and that. And so we get up there to Canada, and they're, they're handing out duct tape, the guide is. I'm like, well, what do we do with the duct tape? He goes, well, where your sleeves hit your gloves, you want to tape that gap. I'm like, are you serious? He's like, yeah, you want to tape where your gloves right. and your sleeves come together. And he goes, also wear your pants 
go down to your that's boots. Scary. That's, that's scary right there. <laughs> yeah. You know, you're thinking, right. are these vampire bugs? And so I'm like, okay. So I, I did, you know. So I got, you know, I got the tape on the wrist, you know. Uh-huh. I got my tape on the ankles, you know. And I'm sitting there and standing, and, and you know, I got the head net, and those black flies are, you know, Ugh. and it's it's almost in stereo. Yeah. And next thing I know. Light you up? I think I got the crabs. <laughs> oh, oh no! Oh come on, man! Dude. I'm just glad you didn't say again. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm itching down there, and I'm like, "What the? Can we say that? The hell's going on? What in the world? I had a button fly. Oh no! Dude, oh, they those, got in the those wow. black flies. Got in the button fly. And we're wearing me out. So you had to put duct tape on your I didn't fly? have any more oh. duct tape. Oh, no. <laughs> Golly, would you stuff a sock so down was, there or something? I mean, what I was you do? holding my crotch. <laughs> and, um, oh, my. I've never um, heard this story in 25 years. I know. I never I told her. Yeah. You just reminded me with the bug thing. And I'm I'm trying to Golly. cut the the duct tape in half. Are you on the walkie-talkie going, no, come ain't got in, no, wa- ain't no walkie talkie. Man down, man down. <laughs> I'm bleeding to death. I'm bleeding. Trying to get just a little strip of duct tape on that thing. And that, now I'm trying Bruce. to kill the, dug, the bugs in there. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, oh my goodness. Lord. That's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that's one of the worst bug stories I've ever had. Yeah. See, there's some. Yeah. That's, that's pretty much so, the worst so all, bug story I've ever heard. All this free stuff. Uh, yeah. I mean, and, thank, and then when they came out kill them, though. the bug tamer, it was, oh, my God. Yeah. Now this can, thing is amazing. I can breathe. <laughs> oh, the bug tamer, I, though. That I, You know, I still have mine. Do you still have yours? I still got I mine. I still got it. I still got it, Oh, too. I still got it. It's yeah. hotter than blazes. It's hotter than blazes. Yeah, it's crazy. But I can tell you this. It can be hotter than blazes, and if we didn't have a thermocell, I'm wearing that bug tamer. Yeah, I think yeah. you're right. Yeah. You're you're absolutely right. That, Especially oh. if you're turkey hunting. Oh, and it's spring. It's a no-brainer. And you forgot your DEET or your bins or your bug, you know. I mean, if you still got that bug tamer in your truck, at least you'll survive it. You know, I, it was the, I've it, gotten so spoiled oh, by the too. thermocell, though, oh, that, oh, that, yeah. that, that, that literally, if I got up in my stand in September, you know, and it's uh, 70 degrees and you're kind of sitting, you know, over you that little it, swamp stand. You go all the way back to the cabin and get yeah, it. Yeah, right. I do, dude. Yeah, me too. I, I, I ain't sitting no here. I, I mean, I, I, I've done it, too. There I'm like, is no God. way. It's like, it's like leaving your bow release. Exactly. Yep. Well, I got to go back and get it. Yep. 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 go back I, and get Thermosel. Yep. It's hateful, though. I tell you what, though, the ones that always kill me, and I'll never forget it, Larry Minier and I were going bow hunting one time. And we were going to that piece that we had up there off Acre Road. Remember that uh-huh. lease we had 20 yeah. years ago? Yep. And so I took him up there to that dairy. And we we walk up there and we get out of the truck and those quarter-size tiger mosquitoes. Big mosquitoes. Millions of them around that dairy. Oh. And we got out of the truck and I was like, holy smoke. Yeah. They're going to eat through the bug tamer. Mm-hmm. You know? I, 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 probably one of the worst experiences I ever had was in Fargo at, 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 at your lease. And Parker hunted up there with us, and he had turkey hunted like two days before, and he'd put his decoy out in the middle of the road. Uh-huh. And he said, will you pick up my decoy if you go out there? And I said, sure. And um, I was walking in the dark, and it was just in the middle of the road, and, and I was trying to get my thermosel going. And literally, I put my flashlight on his decoy, and you couldn't put your hands on it because there were so 
many mosquitoes on it. Oh my goodness! I mean, I was, I was, I was like, holy crap! I mean, I, I didn't want to. What are they I, doing I, on the decoy? I guess they thought it was a live flipping yeah. turkey. Huh. I don't know. Now I've heard, and correct me if I'm wrong, that mosquitoes are attracted to the uh, CO two. CO2, yeah, yeah. What you're, mm-hmm. you're breathing out, carbon dioxide. Yeah, yeah. carbon dioxide. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they are. Yeah. And it's not, and I, I think what a lot of people thought it was heat Mm-mm. for a yeah, long it's, time. It's CO2, yeah. But yeah, that's, that's crazy. And, 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 and it's got to be something like that because, and, and that's are the same way because I, I, I'm sure you guys, my wife walks outside. Yeah. She's getting covered, bro. She's getting bit. And, yeah. I, and there's a lot of times that they don't even bother me. You yeah, know, but yeah. she can't. She can't go outside with sand ants. I mean, she whelps up like a bee. Bite. Oh, those things are terrible. They're awful. Yeah, Kate. Kate can't tolerate any kind of bug bites. No, none. No, I mean it's 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 totally different skin types, whatever you want to call it. But I mean, is is, uh, is there is there any way that you wouldn't pay a hundred dollars for a thermocell? I mean, if they put a hundred dollars price tag on a thermosel, I, I, I mean, you, well, you got to have it, bro. You got to <laughs> have it. You got to have go, it. Go, I'm going to have it. Go, yeah. go north of that. I mean, I'm just telling you right now. I'm, I'm, I'm not. There, there's plenty of times that I ain't hunting. Yeah. If I don't have a thermosel, I, I mean, mean I'm, I'm just. It's, it's amazing. I mean, first of all, it's incredibly affordable. Yes, it is. I mean, yeah. what are they? 20, 25, 26 bucks. I saw them at Academy uh, yesterday or day before yesterday at nineteen ninety nine. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. they're. I was going to yeah. say they're yeah. sometimes like nineteen bucks. Nineteen ninety nine. And then the butane refills. I mean, I don't know what they are. What are they? Six bucks for like a couple of them? Yeah, maybe. So, so I yeah. buy them. I think I think I buy them by the dozen. Yeah, I buy the big box. The big box. So I think you get a dozen and you get three uh, the propane tanks. You get twelve strips. Yeah, yeah. Whenever we bought in Strike Zone the last time we were there. Yeah, we got the. I think it's twelve strips and three butane yeah. packs. Yeah. If there, you know, because basically, all it is, is a a heater mm-hmm. that heats that pad up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And how many extra pads do you have? A billion. Oh. I've got them everywhere. I got them all over. I got right? them all over. My turkey vest are right? full of them. Yeah. Okay. My, my bow kit. So why hasn't oh, yeah. somebody come out and competed with the thermosel? Well, maybe this. I mean, you can. All you'd have to do is to come up with an alternative way to heat to, up the to, pad. To heat up the pad. That's it. Yeah. Right? I, I tell yeah. you what, I'll never forget the, I don't know, what has it been, 20 years? Why couldn't you, like, make a little butane refillable lighter gadget yeah. that heats it up heats a up metal plate yeah. that heats the pad up? Yeah, I, 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 I'm, I'm with you. Whoever thought it up was genius. Oh, there's no doubt. He's made... I, I, all I know is that I hope that whatever's in that pad yeah, doesn't give me toxic. cancer. Yeah, I know. Yeah, we're <laughs> because, all dying. Because we're all dying. Snipping yeah. of it. Yeah, because yeah. I've never, I've never read. I've the wondered that sometimes. Yeah. you know. Yeah. What's What's in there? What chemical is in there? Yeah. Because they can't stand it. Oh, they can't. They They will not get around it. No. It's, you know. It's It's awesome. If, I mean, it see, is. It's It's the It's the greatest invention of our lifetime in hunting. For outdoors, yeah, yeah, outdoors. oh, in the in the south by far, and yeah. really anywhere, because yeah. like you were like you were saying about the myth of mosquitoes in the cold. Yeah, I mean those guys that go up and bear hunt now in Canada, mm-hmm. guarantee they got a thermosel. Oh yeah, every time you see a uh, the only a bear time hunt on TV. Yeah. it's ineffective is when it's windy. If it's real windy, but well, then when it's windy, when it's the windy, bugs aren't typically the bad. bugs aren't yeah. as bad. Yeah, anyway, I, I, yeah. I've, I've um. I have people ask me all the time, will they work on a boat? 
And I don't know. I mean, I, I've never. I've taken mine out in the boat, and the only time it didn't work was when we were up in the creeks, and it was a breeze. If there was a breeze, it didn't work. Does, does it, does it, but here's the question everybody, and I've been asked this before, and I tell mm-hmm. them I don't know the answer. Does it work on sand nets? You know, I don't know. Yes. Either. It, it does? It, it does. does work on sand nets. Okay. But if there's a breeze, you don't need it anyway. Because then the yeah, sand yeah, nets yeah, will yeah, bother yeah. you. Well, exactly. it, it, and I'm talking, a... I'm talking about, like, sitting on the back porch. Because, you know, they got those little lamps. Oh, it works. Yeah, those, yeah which the, is the, the exact same as the regular handheld. Yeah. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. It, it doesn't make it any <laughs> better. No, it just looks better. Yes, yeah, it does yeah, look it, better. It yeah. does look better. So if you want to go sit outside, you know, in the evenings and not get bugs all over you, mm-hmm. you know, instead of those, was it, were those things? That, uh, the zappers? No, not the zappers. The, uh, the, the, the lanterns. The, the lanterns, yeah. yeah. They got the, um, the light, juice in them. Yeah, the little tiki lamp Tiki things. lanterns. Yeah, there you go. You yeah. know what I'm talking about? Got it, the it, bug juice and the tiki lamps. Yep. Yeah. Yep. You're talking about made by Thermos? No, 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 no. It's an actual liquid. Okay. It's, it, it's, 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 it's like it, kerosene in yeah. there. Yeah, it's like kerosene or something, and, and you can... You know, they, people put them around their porches. You've never been to a, a restaurant that has them outside? Yeah, like the, the little tiki torches? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. yeah but they're they're basically for mosquitoes. And they have a chemical in it. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. What are those called? Uh, Starts uh, with a P. I know it's not pyrethrum, but it's something like that. And, I, I I was just trying, getting ready to look it up. I, yeah. Yeah. But you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Uh, we, we, I, we actually... Like uh, a little metal candle kind of things. Is that, yeah. I mean, we that's what we get. Like a bug torch. Yeah, they're like a. It's a bug candle kind of thing, essentially. These are these are like on poles. Right, I know what you're talking about. Okay. Yeah, right. I know yeah. what you're talking okay. about. But they also the the yeah, one yeah. that's like a candle. Citronella. Citronella. Citronella, there you go. Citronella Thank candles. Thank you. Yeah. Jeez. And torches. Yeah. Yep. Terrible. Yeah. Can't even remember. I was thinking Citronella. <laughs> It would have been pretty close, I guess. It had a T sound in yeah, it somewhere. Right. Yeah. yeah. Citronella. Citronella. Trinella. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, anyway. I still don't think they're as good as a thermocell. No. no. You know? No. I, no. I, I don't. I mean, they're, they're, like, they're like. Chris, you got a thermocell? I do not. I did. I did, but I really didn't have. It was one of those. It was one of those handheld ones. I, so. would, I would love to know. How many how many thermocells they sell a year? Oh my gosh! Well, I, you know what? That's interesting because you know once you get it, then you just buy the refills, right? Yeah, yeah I mean, but then for after the a while part, they wear out. You got to you'll you know I've had them last for a few years, and then you drop. How, how or many? It, how many do you have? Like right now? Yeah. Counting terrors too. Okay, that, that's fair. Um, four. Okay, yeah, about I got four. I, I I got six or seven. I got easily four. now. I, I'm not. I'm. I'm with you. I might have five. A, a, a couple of you know the the the, uh, the, don't the old work. clickers. Yeah, yeah. Yep, don't yep. aren't as effective. They 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 wear out. There's there's no doubt. Yeah, about if you can't that. get a spark on it, right. it's not going to light. And for for the people that are going, what's what is a thermocell? What year was that that it came out? Oh, it's I'm 20, thinking, it's twenty years ago. Easily. I think twenty years. I went out turkey hunting with that guy from Two Gate yep. Hunt Club up in Yuley. Yep. I'll never forget it. He invited me out. And that's when I first started turkey hunting. We went yep. one time, and he's like, "You got to check this thing out. Get the rem- get the thing." And I grab it, and I'm like, "We're gonna watch TV." Yeah, it's like a remote. It's really yeah, about the size of remote control. Yep. Yeah, for a television, an old school remote control, yeah, old big school, one. Yeah, you know? yeah, and he's yeah. going to grab two of those, and that that time they were green. They were just green. Yeah, and I'm like, "What is this?" He goes, "Oh, you'll know in a few minutes." We went and sat down in the woods and. 
turned that thing on, and the bugs went away. I went, oh, my God. I remember I went and bought one and brought it into yeah, the studio. you did. And you guys were like, what is that? We're going to watch TV? Yeah. It, well, because you're a total gadget guy. Yeah, you are. Oh, yeah. And there's and we no like, way anything's going to Me and Kevin were like, yeah. <sighs> yeah. I was like, sure it works. Sure I mean, it works. Yeah, we were yeah. all but, like, but turn I, it on. But I know what, about two weeks later, we all had two or three of them. I'll tell you what, because I went straight to Kmart. That's uh-huh. where I bought That's mine. right. Yep. Yep. I Kmart straight, had them. Straight, straight to Kmart in the garden center. Yep. And then mine was white. They My had first, white ones, gray ones, and green ones. Yep. Mine was white. It was the only one they had in there. And I bought them, like, whatever. And it, I mean, and then, and then, you know, it was like three weeks later when we were all like, this is, this is for real. I actually, I can tell you the exact, no, not the exact day, like date, but yeah. I can, I can remember the exact moment that I used it for the, the very aha first moment. time. Yeah. And I was hunting Fargo, and I was at what is called the D6 stand on the River Road. Uh-huh. And I, that's one of my areas, you know, where the turkey hunting is really good, for me anyway. And so I've got my, I got my bug tamer on. I'm like, this thing, you know, Kirk. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, come on. Work, we'll know. see. Yeah. got We're my bug tamer on. I got, I got, you know, my uh, – Deet on. Yep. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm covered, man. I'm totally anti-bug. And it's literally, all you can hear is... Zzz. Oh, it's awful. <laughs> right. It is. Oh, terrible. it's terrible. Yeah. They're in there had ears. to be thousands yes. of mosquitoes within 10, 12 feet of me, right? Yeah. I mean, you guys know how far it is. I'm oh, totally. Yeah. The worst I mean, I've ever be seen. brutal. It. No yeah. joke. Okay, okay, for those that don't know, Fargo's on the south end of the Okefenokee Swamp. Brutal. And it is the... The capital of the world for mosquitoes. Absolutely. And I turned that thermocell on. Five minutes and after later. A couple minutes, and it ain't, you know. Gone. I'm like, Kirk is so full of crap. This <laughs> thing, gadget guy. Yeah. And then next thing you know. Yep. I don't even hear bzzz, yeah. I don't hear nothing. I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. Yep, go from being a zero to a hero. It worked. Kirk is a genius. <laughs> it, you remember I called them. I called yeah, them. So it, they they were made, somewhere in the northeast, I think. No, and, no, no. And, and and I called them and and talked to them, told them who we were, and mm-hmm. that you know we wanted to, it, uh, you know, look, it's just, we'll sell millions of these things, you know, and you need to put them in the outdoors or like no, no we're not doing that. We're, we're not yeah, they were used for gardening. Used for gardening. They were gardening. To- totally marketing that totally, device to garden. Yes. They yeah. did not want it to have anything to do with the outdoors. They, didn't, wow. they didn't know really where their, the they big niche was. They didn't know what they was. had. They had no idea. They had no no clue. And the crazy thing is is that soon after that phone call, yep. they it, started marketing abs- it was to it, it was within two or three months. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, wow. Yeah, and then they came out dirty camo. dogs. Yeah. Yeah. Came out in camo, remember? Came out in camo, yeah. And then they started advertising on on, on, on Sportsman's Channel, Outdoor yep. Channel. Yeah, sure did. Yep. And we were like, they big-timed you is what they, they did. They did. They totally big-timed you. Dirty and, and, dogs. And I'll tell you this. I can promise you in 20 years we've sold more thermocells than any show. I, you can add up all the TV shows you want. Yep. Yeah. But we've, yeah. we've if, sold. If, if we were smart, yeah. we would have went and bought the company. You're right. That's yeah, there you go. Bought the company yeah. and then taking it to the outdoor market. See, We'd too late been, for that. We wouldn't have been. Do, we wouldn't be doing this radio show anymore. Hindsight. We'd be in Tahiti or no, something. We would. <laughs> a, it, we would be doing the radio show. Broadcasting and it would be live the once again. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> from right. Tahiti. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 
The Thermocell Outdoor Show brought to you by the yep. Nimnick family of dealerships. <laughs> <laughs> Where are y'all at? We're sitting on our deer stands on the Milk River. That's right. Shooting the biggest bucks we've ever seen. All, All right. right. Let's, let's, let's take a break, and uh, when we come back, we'll do a weather and a tide right here on the Nimnick Buick GMC Outdoor Show. All right, so uh, I was over at Hagen Ace Hardware in Mandarin yesterday mm-hmm. and stopped by Hagen Coastal Outfitters in there, talked to Clay and Dennis and the boys, okay, mm-hmm. talking some fishing. Uh, Dennis and uh, Clay wanted everybody to know they've got some closeout deals going on at Hagen Coastal Outfitters. You know, they're making room for the new merchandise, sure. right? Right, okay. yeah. yeah. And uh, they've got some uh, hook, uh, hook stuff, you know, which is H-U-K hook. Yep. Yep. Hook, yeah, however you want to pronounce it, 30% off, including boots, mm-hmm. okay? And uh, that's the boots that uh, we all love so much. Yep. Uh, some winter free fly, 35% off. Got some flow motion, 30% off. Uh, the Hagen Coastal brand, 35% off. And they've got some Olakai closeouts, too. And these are all fall and winter styles uh, Styles that uh, they're they're making room for the spring stuff. So uh, Very nice. Folks, uh, go buy Hagen Coastal Outfitters inside the Hagen A stores. And uh, three places right now, um, the uh, Mandarin, Green Cove, and Yulee has Hagen Coastal Outfitters. And more coming soon in the other Hagen Ace hardware stores. Mm-hmm. Anyway, thermocell.com, that's where I'm at right now. Chris uh, said that they have a new system coming out. Yeah, I want it. And it's called LIV, L-I-V. And it's a essentially a rechargeable thermocell pod system that you put out in your backyard. Yeah, it's like a like a kind of a network kind of thing. Exactly, and I think all it is essentially it's like taking three handheld thermocells and placing them in different areas. Right. But these ones, I guess, you can control it via yeah. Bluetooth or yeah, something. They're, so they're, I wonder if you still have to have the pad. They're all connected. Yeah, yeah you got to plug So you got to change the pad out still. Yes. Okay. Yeah, they're all connected to a central hub. There's a smart control hub that that you can control with an app. That'd it's, be good for a just, party. Like if you're doing yeah, an yeah, outdoor yeah, yeah, party yeah, event. Yeah, but, but, here, but here's my point. Mm-hmm. Take your three thermocells. You take your three damn thermocells right, and you're right. going to accomplish the same thing. I, I yeah, but these are better looking. It's marketing. Right. It is. It's beautiful. You know, if you're, if it's you're, marketing. If you're it's like doing stylish. wedding receptions or something like that, let's say you run in a club or or a, you know a restaurant, and you've got four of those, and they they go on the corners of the outdoor yeah. patio, and you're standing back in the the dining room, and you go, oh, let's fire up the thermocells, and you go to your Bluetooth, and you mash a button, and bang, and they're on. You know. Yeah. See, I can see the convenience of that. There's and. The ones that we've been using for years had these little refillable butane cartridges. Right. And when we first started looking for them, they had, Thermocell actually had a butane cartridge that was used for like some kind of curling iron. Still or curling it. iron. Still is. Right? They still have it. Okay, they still have it? Yeah. yeah you can go to Kmart and yeah. Walmart and find yeah. them back there by the uh, yeah. beauty. Con, Con Air. Con Air. Okay, so yeah, Con right. Air yeah. essentially... When uh, you're out roughing it with the wife, she still got her curling iron working mm-hmm. with his straightening iron. <laughs> is that what it is? It's called straightening iron. Straightening, straightening iron. iron. Right. Okay, she can still take the frizz out of her right. hair while you're camping. Right. 
Okay, and then and they were half price. They were cheaper than yes. the thermostat oh, ones. Oh, I used so to we, go buy just those two packs. They were right. cheaper. Yeah, Sk- right. Darn Skippy. Right. Well, so yeah. these new rechargeable thermocells, Tara bought one, and I, I don't think we've used it yet, but uh, she bought it this past fall, and it was going to be something, you know, if you sit on the porch, yeah. you know, and you, you use that thing, and I, she thought it would be great, so yeah, she bought it. Well, they have a little bit different pad. Just in case you're wearing button-on pants. With a button fly. I guess. Yeah. I guess. And so those, I, I don't know. It's a 36-hour refill. Oh. And that one cost seventeen ninety nine. Oh. That's for the pad now. Right. Okay. So, and remember, that goes into a unit that is rechargeable. Right. So I guess that uses battery power. Yeah. Something. Energy, battery energy yeah. to heat the pad. To put the thing out in the I mean, air. That makes sense. Okay. And yeah. now compare that to 12 hours. Oh, my goodness. Um, I just pulled up Thermocell's original mosquito repellent refills. And this one has uh, 120 hours of mosquito repellent. So that has 30 repellent mats and 10 fuel cartridges. And that's $45. That's not bad. That, that's no. the one that that I buy. That's the bulk one. Yeah, that's the, the bulk. It, it'll that's last bulk you. One. It'll last you a year, year and a half. Yeah, but that's. I mean, I'd pay twice that. Uh, yeah, heck yeah. I, the, I mean, yeah, whatever. I would. Right. Just for hunting, I think right. they still have a, a, a constrained market because, like you guys are talking about, a lot of people in the outdoors world still don't know about these things. They don't know That's about not, it. Yeah, I know. You ever heard of a tick control tube? Never. Me either. Thermocell's got one. What is that? That's I'm okay. It's I'm gonna read it to you. Put it in your pocket. Thermocell tick control tubes are the no spray, easy way to kill deer ticks and prevent them from spreading Lyme disease and Powasan Powasan virus to your pets and family members. Yard setup takes only a few minutes twice a year. Hmm. It's a 24-pack, which will protect a typical one-acre property. It kills backyard ticks with Lyme disease. Doesn't harm kids, pets, or in the environment. Easy to use. Apply in minutes two times a year. You can watch the video here. Here's some trivia for you, too. A tick does the same thing a mosquito does. They attach to us based on our CO2 output. So if they, if we're breathing out, that's how they find us. What's the last time you had a tick? I mean, like in your skin, you started itching. Oh God, I got a tick. Uh, couple of, last year, I want to say. Really? The guy yeah, had a couple. I'd had a couple of weeks ago. Really? Yeah, we got that's him in Fargo. I haven't had a damn tick on me in years. Fargo's no. the tick capital. Of the yeah, world. of oh, course. Yeah, yeah where where you're one at. of the boys went out there and sat down in the straw, and oh, I heard it was ugly that year. Pine straw. That you year do not that, sit on that, the ground I went in the pine to straw. Iowa with Mike Hayes turkey hunting, and we were scouting mm-hmm. the day before opening of turkey, and we walked through some bushes mm-hmm. and got got in the truck, and literally I looked down and my leg was moving. That's <sighs> scary. And, and Jeff, I, I've, I've seen that before. It was hundreds. Yeah, I've had that happen one time hundreds before. Hundreds of That's ticks. Scary. It was un. Believable. I'm like, and where was this at? What state? Iowa. Yeah, Iowa. And, and I, there's I think your, it was there's Nebraska your, there's your cold me. stuff again. Yeah, 
I want to say it was Nebraska for me one time that happened where all of a sudden I walked through some oh brush and yeah, that would freak me out. Kirk, and, it freaked uh, me. I jumped out of the truck, you know, see the naked. guy with the ants in the pants and stuff. It, 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 this was cra- hundreds, of hundreds. Them. Yeah, no um, joke. All right, we got to yeah. take a break again, and then we will do a weather and the tides when we come back. And uh, I mean, pretty simple. We're running a little bit late on that just because we get sidetracked and. Just remember, folks, uh, that's what we do here. We get sidetracked. And if you've got a, on. If you've, if you've got a garage and you need to maybe dress it up a little bit, clean it up, hey, the only way to do it right now is shark coating. Shark this coating. Uh, antimicrobial, 10 times more durable than the two-part epoxy system, which, you know, a hot tire from your car just takes that junk up. But shark coatings, mm-mm. And as strong as all get out. And, uh, man, it looks really good. Uh, just uh, go to social media or Google. You know, you can GTS it and just put in shark coatings, and you'll get the number for the cat, Curtis, and he will take care of you. They'll come out and they'll give you a quote. And in one day, they can have it installed. That's shark coatings. And you're listening to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show right here on 1010XL and 92.5 FM. It's perfect for today. It oh, is. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. Mother Nature. That's one of the, You're playing a wicked game. That's one of the prettiest songs. Yep. Love it. Love it. I mean, I, if, if somebody could do just an instrumental of that, but like longer. Mm-hmm. I saw a guy like play Chris that. Chris Isaac would do that longer. It'd be yeah. awesome. Kate and I took Madison down to Disney Village three years ago or four years ago, and we were walking, and a guy was playing a, uh, what do you call it, guitar, uh, Chris? It's uh Flamenco? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, Spanish. Playing it on a Spanish, Spanish guitar. flamenco guitar like this, but he had it uh, set up so the pickups were electric. It oh, was yeah. unreal. Wow. I bet that I mean, was cool. It was so cool. I bet there were 300 people standing there watching this one guy play this song. It was Very great. nice. This this song is mesmerizing. It, it is. is. It, it truly really is. is. Hey, uh, if you need a tire, tire outlet locations all around. By the way, I was coming, uh, I, was, I went down through St. Augustine yesterday. I was running some errands. Yeah. And uh, and I, I took A1A South, came across the Volano Bridge, mm-hmm. got to that little roundabout thingy, took a right, and so I'm heading north to get back merging on the US-1. Mm-hmm. And Tire Outlet, tire right there on yeah. the left-hand side. Yeah, there's you know, tire, yeah, one of the old, used to be an old, old tire old, store it, of some other kind. Yeah, it was Old Old City. Old City Tire, old that's city what tire. exactly, yep. thank you. Yep, yeah. yep, yep, yep. They've had, they've had that store. And, and by the way, um, I've had work done there because obviously I'm St. Augustine. And, and I called I called David Baird, uh-huh. um, and I, I, I just told him what, what a great job they did. And, and I mean, mm-hmm. just, just people being nice. As a matter of fact, it was, if you remember, um, the, uh, oh my gosh, I, I had a flat one morning on the trailer tire, mm. um, and it was the insert in my, um, in the valve stem. Thank you, Jeff. In the valve stem. Yeah. Right. And, and they, you know, they saw me pull up with a flat. I mean, they come out there to go, what's the problem? I said, I think my valve stem is broke. Well, they <laughs> Fa- take- Favors answer. I don't have a clue. No, no, I did because, <laughs> because, because I had, I had put air in it at the, at the house, uh-huh. you know, with, right. with, with our little portable unit. Mm-hmm. And when, when I, when I, when I screwed it off, the air just kept blowing out. So I put the cap on it. <laughs> do you have, by the way, do you have a little valve stem tool? I do. 
Yeah, I do. I have, a, and 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 I discovered that after. Yeah, uh, after. Uh, but anyway, my <laughs> point was, is I pulled up there. They're doing this your valve stem, and they changed it out. and They said go. You know, it was, just, it was no, just just go. nice people, nice people. Isn't that nice? Yeah, it is. All right, well, let's do a weather report. Uh, brought to you by the Bearded Pig. Why don't you let Chris do the weather report this morning? <laughs> I was laughing and uh, uh, this I, sucks. <laughs> What's it how, like? do you, how do you really feel, Chris? Hippy dippy weatherman. So I, I got to apologize to to Bob Matthews because uh, Thursday, I guess it was, and I can't remember what I was doing, running around like crazy. So Bob, okay, CNH Marine Construction, mm-hmm. okay. He's the boss man at CNH Marine Construction, which has done amazing work for me at the house on the river for, for many years. And so he sends me a text. He says, call me. And he includes a picture of the menu from the Bearded Pig. Oh, he's at the Bearded Pig. Oh, yep. yeah. Oh, yeah. Lovely. Okay. So CNH Marine Construction meets the Bearded Pig. Mm. And then he sends me a picture a little while later. And I, like I said, I wasn't around my phone, so I didn't even have a chance. He's got he's got the ribs, he's got the brisket, he's got the mac and cheese, he's got french fries. I'm like, what the hell didn't he get? <laughs> did he get the poppers? I did not see the poppers, and I did not see the greens. Ooh. Poppers, greens, and beans. Poppers, greens, and beans. You got to get them all, You're on the money <laughs> at the Bearded Pig, because that's our weather sponsor, the Bearded Pig. And if you haven't had good barbecue in a long time, folks, that means you haven't been to the, to the Bearded Pig. That's it. Here's the synopsis. We have a strong north flow and elevated seas today, which are slowly going to subside late on Sunday into Monday as the cold high-pressure ridge builds into the region. The next low-pressure and frontal system will move out of the Gulf of Mexico across local waters on Tuesday with another cold high-pressure system building into the region on Wednesday, Chris. Okay? Yay. What does that mean? Today, north winds 20 what, what does that mean, Chris? I don't know. It's going to be cold care. again. I thought you were going to say it means it's going to suck again. It's going to suck again. Hey, we suck again. <laughs> Today, five to seven feet, seven seconds on the interval, choppy on the intercoastal waters, chance of showers in the morning, occasional drizzle. Chris's favorite kind of day. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love drizzle. Tomorrow, northwest winds, 15 knots, 3 to 5 feet, 11 seconds on the interval. Monday, northwest winds, 5 to 10 knots, becoming southwest, 5 in the afternoon. Seas 3 to 4 feet. Monday night, southwest. Tuesday, here she comes, Chris. North winds, 5 to 10, (laughs) becoming northeast in the afternoon. Seas Mm. 2 to 3 feet. Showers likely. Showers. We get showers. More rain on Tuesday. Yeah. Tuesday night, northwest winds, 10 to 15 knots. Seas 3 to 4 feet, chance of showers. And then on Wednesday, north winds, 10 to 15 knots. What does that mean for our temperatures? Here it's going to be in the, the, fifth, it, it's the mid-50s. It's not even going to get out of the 40s today. 40s and 50s. How about that? Yeah. Okay. 40s and 50s. Today, high is going to be 46. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow, the high is 57. Wish deer season was still in. Though. Warm it up totally. You know, totally agree. I mean, it's just perfect now. Going to warm up on Monday to sixty. Tuesday fifty-seven. Summer. Wednesday sixty. Fifty-nine, fifty-nine, fifty-four, fifty-eight, sixty-two. It's January. It's staying a little chilly. It's January. Hey, I don't mind the temps. And I'll tell you why, because then that means I get to wear leather jackets, which I dig. Uh-huh. But it's that stupid freaking drizzle. 
That's what I hate. I hate the drizzle sucks. And here's the reality. That's what it is. If you lived somewhere farther up north, oh, it it's that's snow. an everyday deal. Oh, I know. I grew up in Pennsylvania. Yep. Yeah, why do you think I've moved so, down here? So one city that you look at consistently on your phone besides here and, and not and not Georgia. So somewhere in the Midwest. I mean, do you ever look just just to see yeah, what we what we have and oh, how yeah, lucky yeah. we are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, I'm always looking where I deer hunt in Indiana. Mm-hmm. I always go to the places I go to South Dakota. There you go. Ten yeah. degrees. Today, Ten degrees. Baby. Yeah, yeah. Landro, you know, Landro, yeah, South yeah, Dakota. Yeah, Chris, get you some of that every day. <laughs> High of nineteen yeah. today, yes. folks. Yeah, e- e- exactly. Nice place to 40% visit. Forty percent chance to live there. Snow. Nope. Nope. And, nope. And, and Kirk, they've been dealing with that since October. Oh. You know what I mean? Tuesday, well, next Tuesday, the high next Tuesday in Flandro, South Dakota. Okay, if you really ten degrees, if you really want to appreciate, because Flandro, South Dakota, is not far from the Canadian border. My 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 mom's family. Yes. Okay, my mom's family is from North Dakota. Right. In fact, from a town that's about ten miles from the Canadian border, up near Bismarck, right? Called Langdon. Langdon, which is yeah. not that far from Bismarck. Bismarck. Okay. Yeah. Langdon, Fargo, you know, all those, you know, remember that movie Fargo? Mm-hmm. Okay. Fargo. So yep. here's Jaylen the forecast, Chipper, eh? the forecast mm. for Langdon, North Dakota today. Okay. Three degrees <laughs> and a chance of light snow. <laughs> Three. Three. Tonight, Three. it's going to be minus 18. And that's oh. not windshield temperatures right. now. That's air temperature. Uh, tomorrow, the high, it's going to get a little warmer tomorrow. <laughs> 14 degrees. Oh, a heat wave. And a 70% chance of freezing rain. Here's my question. How is it even going to be freezing rain? Exactly. Yes. How in the hell is it raining at 14 degrees? It doesn't have a chance to be water. Yeah. So, so. (laughs) Literally, this is the extended forecast. Yeah, because I got an extended forecast of one. (laughs) That's what it said. And 12 miles. Monday, it's going to be minus five. Oh, boy. And then minus, minus twenty three at night. Tuesday, that's, that's not wind chill. No, no, that's that's, that's, that's like that's temperature temperature. <laughs> Tuesday, uh, it's minus twelve. What the hell that's do you the, do? That's the high. You know what you do? You plug you your snuggle? damn you plug your damn car in so that the oil doesn't freeze at night. Okay, and during the day you keep it plugged in. You got an engine block heater, and then you. Is that inside. just so you can make it to the liquor store? That's, That's right. So you can right. make it anywhere. Because you got to keep yourself warm. You dang yeah. I'm right. You don't go out in that way. Uh, no. All right, a Tide Support brought to you by <laughs> Ain't no Angie's Sub. I went there yesterday, and uh, and so I ordered, and I I got a doctor. Well, I hope you did. I, I got a Dr. Bang Scrippy. No turkey? No, I, I, I kind of got, you know, I've eaten so many turkeys there lately. <laughs> right. <laughs> Right, you gotta you gotta break out. Had a to little. change it yeah, up. Change it up a little. Change bit. it up a little bit. Had to have been hard for go. you to pull away though. Yeah, yeah. So I got a Doctor Bang Scrippy. Get to order of French fries and uh, get my sweet tea when I pay. And and I got the, the Ed's got these new cups there. They're awesome. You know, the, the they fit in a cup holder. They're great. I love it. So anyway, I got my sweet tea. And I got to cut the sweet tea a little bit. It's a little bit too sweet. And I'm I'm a sweet kind of guy. Yeah, I've gone to non-sweet. Tea. I got I got to cut it a little bit with the unsweet. Unsweetened. So anyway, I get my tea, sitting there at the table, and uh, the gal comes over and she goes, 
uh, we're out of French fries. Is tater tots okay? What? Like, yeah, tater sure. tots are fine. Yeah, dude, deep fried tater tots. Oh yeah, money, yeah, money. You've never had deep fried tater tots? I haven't gotten them from there, but oh, I can tell you, okay. I can tell you that's a new, okay, that's yeah, a new go to. That's a thing. Got yeah. me some deep fried tater tots and a Doctor Bangs, and man, I was good to go. And the tides are Angie so. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, no. I've been That's there right. before. Yeah. We're way out in left field on that one, buddy. <laughs> All right, at Mayport at the Bar Pilot Docks today at 11.22 a.m. It's going to be a 4.3 high tide, which will be higher than that with the wind blowing as it is. At 5.14 p.m., it's going to be a negative 0.18, which probably won't be negative. Uh, tomorrow on Sunday, 5.34 a.m. is your negative 0.01 low tide. 12.03 p.m. is a 4.13 high tide. That's your tides brought to you each and every week by Angie Subs. And time for a break here on the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. We come back. We're going to talk to Andy, and uh, he might be a turkey hunting rookie, but we're going to see if we can educate him to make him a turkey hunting veteran right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. I got to send a, a big thank you out to Thick to Pen oh. Heating and Cooling. Uh-oh. Had a little bit of an issue with the HVAC unit, and Don comes on out, and Don's the man mm-hmm. at Nemnick. Now, I mean, like, Don's like the... At Thick Pen. Yeah, he's uh, he's one of the service techs that uh, that is awesome, and he comes out and you know, realizes what's going on. He said, look, we need a part. Be back tomorrow. You know, if we can get the part, get the part, come back, up and running. Bang. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Thank you, Thick Pen. Uh, Joey and Mike, they do a great job, folks. Uh, if, if you have any kind of issue, especially today and tomorrow, because what happens a lot of times is that our HVA systems, don't, they don't heat. Okay, So a lot of times when the heat does kick on, it gets all screwed up and confused and doesn't know what to do. <laughs> right. And there's an efficiency to these units, you know, and, and I, I got a little bit of an education this week about, you know, the about the, how they heat, and then you got these heat strips, and then the emergency heat elements, yep. yeah, all that kind of stuff. And so, uh, so anyway, if you if if your system is running nonstop this weekend when it's heating, that's a problem. It is a problem. That's a major problem. Yeah. So give Thick Pen a call 904-448-1962 and let them help you out. All right, let's go to the phone lines. Talk to Andy. He's got a uh, want to talk a little turkey. Good morning, Andy. Hey, good morning, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. Um, yeah, so just to get down to it, um, I've been hunting guana for the last, I don't know, four or five years or so, and just for deer and small game and everything, and yep. just, you know, in the background, applying for turkey tags, and you have to build up preference points to get it, right. so I finally pulled one for this year, oh, and awesome. I wanted to try my hand Sweet. at turkey hunting for the first time, nice. so I don't know what I'm doing, I mean, I, I've been, you know, researching the gear a little bit, and my brother was nice enough to get me a David Holleran, uh call one yep. of the crystal mm. calls for christmas nice. yep. Yep. So, and then i was able to get some mouth calls at a du banquet a couple of years ago but i don't know what i'm doing with them <laughs> i'm just hoping for some tips from you guys for calling and and maybe for finding turkeys as well um you know the the first the first thing you got to do is scout um you know it, i don't know the rules in guana I, I'm, I'm sure that they're gonna let you scout a couple days in, in advance yeah, they do. you know uh Man, there's, 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 get a thermocell, 
I promise you, there's yeah. going to be mosquitoes yeah. like gonna, hell in you're there. You're going to want one of them. Yeah, you're going you to want you're going to want a thermocell. Um, can you run a mouth call? I honestly no. I need <laughs> yeah. to practice. Okay, and, 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 and that's fine. And, Are you and, struggling and, with the mouth call because you're choking on it? Yeah, it just feels real awkward. I okay. just don't know what to do. Well, they but, always feel awkward. Yeah, they do. But yeah. but I will tell you this: um, the David Halloran diaphragm calls, the mouth calls. Are the easiest? Yeah, yeah they're easy. E- by far, the easiest ones to run. And I'm not saying you got to have one. It, it, it's it's not. Did, so, did you get a slate call or a box call? Yeah, slate call. Yeah, it's just it's a slate call. Um, which one did you get? Sister, twisted sister, twisted sister. Yeah, crystal sister. Yeah. Crystal, si- crystal sister. Crystal mistress. Yeah. No, crystal sister. Crystal sister. No, they've got a couple different ones. Yeah, they do. Anyway, it, okay. twisted yeah. sister. You know, that's a they, good one. Um. I, I will tell you this, just just real quick, okay. I think, in, in my experience, that seventy percent, sixty percent, whatever you want to put on it, of turkey hunting is knowing where they want to be. Right. I, I'm. I, I. You know, a lot of people think it's all about calling. It is not. Yeah. It, and, it's not. Yeah. I mean, yeah, calling matters, but being where they want to be matters more. Mm-hmm. And uh, so the scouting that Kevin's talking about is is ultra important. And so when you do get that opportunity, you're looking for for tracks, for strut marks, for turkey droppings. And between now and then, you got a great opportunity that you can you can practice. So you can there's an app. <laughs> there's an app for everything. Google it. But you can you can download an app from your phone. So that you can listen to it and then practice it mm-hmm. with your calls to try to emulate the sounds that you're hearing from live turkeys. I used to have cassette tapes. That's what I did. And I sure. put them in my truck. And yeah. that's, that's how I learned to – I, I looked pretty stupid going down the road. But. And and with YouTube nowadays? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I mean, there's a ton of ways to really kind of study turkeys and, uh, and to, to understand their behavior and watch you know, some turkey hunting shows. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that's one way to do it. And here's another way. And I don't know what the rules are with guana, but when when we all kind of first started turkey hunting, I don't remember kind of the sequence of it, but I don't remember. Who, who got into it mostly first? Was it me or you, Kevin? No, it was, it, it was, it was me, actually. And then, and then you and I went um, together. Right. To Tommy Clay's. Okay, so. And that's where we really got hooked. Exactly. So, yeah. you know, we, we, and Andy, Kevin and I started doing it, and Kirk was kind of bringing up the rear. And then so <laughs> what we all did is we went with each other. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. So I, I, I went with Kevin, and then I went with a, a great friend of mine, Mr. Bill, up in Fargo. And I, the first time I went with him, I didn't call. He called. Right, I just I was on the gun. Yeah, I was scared to death to call. Yeah, so and I don't then, I don't know what the rules are for Andy. If you can go to Guana and then you can bring somebody that calls for you, uh, or not. Yeah, I could bring a guest. I guess finding a mentor would be awesome. That that's the that's the totally the way Absolutely. to go about it. The other and, thing too that I've learned because I, I had lower back issues for a while, and and the the biggest thing that you'll learn is comfort. Right, because you cannot move. You cannot move at all. You cannot move, and if you if you can't sit on a cushion on the ground or sit on the ground someplace for thirty or forty or minutes or an hour without moving, you've got to find a, a a way to make yourself comfortable. And what I did is we had a listener, Chan, 
they introduced me to the turkey chair. Mm-hmm. And, and Very I, important. And I will not hunt with that one now. Yep. It's so comfortable, and it, it allows me to sit for hours without moving. And, and Jeff, you and I have the buck lick, correct? Yeah, is the and and Andy write this down? Okay. Yeah, <laughs> seriously, okay. it is. Yep. And I and I'm seeing if I can find it. Uh, it's a Bucklick Creek by Redhead. Mm-hmm. Sorry, it's a turkey vest. Yeah, Bass Pro, and it has a fold down chair in it. And uh, it's by far the best turkey hunting vest where you can be comfortable. And all that kind of stuff. And, and you carry all your calls. I mean, yeah. it, I don't know it, if they make that anymore. Cobble. It's got it. Redhead's got to have it. Well, I'm looking. Wow. Okay. I'm, I'm I'm at Bass Pro, and I'm at the Bucklick Creek Turkey Lounger Vest for Men. It says we apologize, but this product is not available for purchase online. Oh. May we suggest shopping other related products? What? Yeah. It might be because of this COVID thing running out. Ah, can't get them. I'll see if I can find one. Right. Keep, keep listening, Andy. But yeah. okay, if you can find, if you can go online and find a Bucklick Creek turkey vest lounger, man, that's the best vest I mean, on the planet. The thing, the thing about this conversation, Andy, is we could do this for three hours. Oh my god! And and, yeah. and, and, and you know what I mean? Um, and and we're you know, 20 years into this, and we're all still learning how to turkey hunt. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, I mean I hear you. It's, it's, it's. You'll go the, a whole it, season and not kill it a turkey. Is, I didn't even pull the trigger last year. And I didn't had, had, had a, an amazing year. And that is the coolest thing about turkey hunting. And, and, and I, I, I say this in a funny way to people don't start turkey hunting because it's, it, you, you, it's you addictive. will always want to turkey hunt. It's addictive. It, it is very addictive. I can't wait to try it. It's, let it's, me ask it's you awesome. one thing yep. real quick before you let me go. Um, do turkeys hang out in the same areas year-round? Because, I mean, while I'm deer hunting, no. there are areas no. where I've seen no. more. No, more, no. You know, where, they are, okay. where they are in November is usually not where they are in the spring. They follow the food. Okay. Yep. Absolutely. I'm going to go scouting. Go scouting. All right. Well, Have thanks, fun. Guys. Let I us really know. Stay in touch. All right. right. So, so I just found this. Um, thanks, Andy. This vest, right. Andy. Thank you. And it's an ALPS Outdoors Impact Turkey Vest for Men. And it's it looks like it's built just like the okay. Bucklick Creek with the flip down seat. And is is it is it Bass Pro? It's at Bass Pro. Okay. It, it is, and it's one hundred and forty nine ninety nine. I mean, that's. I mean, that's more expensive than what it used to Way be, right? Yeah. yeah, I think it was eighty bucks is what we used to pay for. I, I and honestly, I need a new one. Mine, uh, mine's all tore up. Yeah, I mean, it's. Uh, I mean, with I can tell you this with the world we're living in now with the COVID and yeah. and some things Supplies, are hard to get. Yeah. If if you need something for turkey hunting, shells, vests, you know where I went last week after the show? Strike zone. I did. You better, I, I, better start getting them now. I, and, and, and I'm telling you, Kirk met me there. We bought turkey shot, yep. and I bought two boxes. Yep. And I'm like, I, because last year, ding dong, a, a week before turkey season, I'm mm-hmm. like, you know what? They're I don't have very, well, they, dude, they didn't have nothing. Dude, the world is hoarding toilet paper, yep. and we're hoarding shotgun thermocell, <laughs> refills, ammo. shotgun shells, and ammo, ammo <laughs> turkey vests. <laughs> Hey, if it comes if it comes to that, I'm good. I know, you know. Yep. 
I'll be, I, I I'll be wiping my butt with leaves, but <laughs> that's right. Yeah, if I, I got a pick, if I, I got a pick, ammo. that's right. I ain't going hungry. <laughs> if I got a pick, I'm I'm taking shells. Yeah, oh, that's, that's great. Oh, 904-641-1010. We come back. We got a LV Hires Inc. Gear Tip of the Week right here on the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. It's time now for the LV Hires, Inc. Gear Tip of the Week. LV Hires supplies quality fuels and lubricants all across the southeast. They can help your bottom line out to make sure that your operation is running without interruption. Go to LVHIERS.com to learn more. This week's LV Hires, Inc. Gear Tip of the Week, a homemade rod rack. And it's, I think I could even make this. Oh, you could. <laughs> you really could. You know, and Chris, you and I have always talked about handyman, we're not. Yeah, that's I, right. I, this one I really think I could do. There was, uh, I saw somewhere that somebody had taken a five-gallon bucket and converted it into a fishing rod rack. Steve, mm-hmm. Steve Mullen. Mullen. It was yeah. Steve Mullen. Yeah, yeah. Steve. Okay. Yep. Really cool looking, too. It is cool looking. <laughs> the problem with that is you don't need PVC that's as long as a five-gallon bucket. Mm-hmm. Right. Right? Right. So I was sitting there and I was like, okay, there's got to be a, a little bit easier way to do this, and, and you don't need to use that much PVC. And so uh, so I started messing around. And, and the key to this is that the PVC, and this is something that me and my son made, okay? Yeah. The key is that the PVC needs to be thick-walled, inch and a quarter. Right. Inch, yep. Okay, PVC okay. diameter. It. Okay. And... Uh, we had some scrap wood laying around. It was a, a, a piece sixes. of it was a, well, it was a piece of uh, like two by six, uh, and it was rough cut cypress right. that I had from a project. So, all right, that's perfect. And six inches of PVC is plenty long enough to stand a rod up mm-hmm. or to hold a fishing rod. Yeah. And so we just started cutting, and we ended up cutting five sections that we had into 10 pieces each. So we had 56-inch pieces. And <clears throat> if you're going to make a square, then you can make it any shape you want. You can make an, an, an oct- octagon, hexagon, right. uh, whatever you want to do it. But with the 1 by 6 we, we ended up doing f- using 49 pieces of PVC. So it's 7 by 7 when they're stacked up. And then we measured the wood. The first two pieces you just kind of did, and then the third one you measured and you cut them. So anyway, we've got a complete square box of wood, and then the bottom is a piece of plywood. Mm-hmm. Right. And then you've got 49 pieces of PVC sitting down in this. This thing will hold, if it's rods without reels, it'll hold 49 rods. Right. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of rods. Yes, it, it is. is. Yeah. Put reels on it and, you know, the w- different ways that you can turn it. So, I mean, you could hold a lot of rods and reels. It's it, cool. It's easy. And if you don't look, if you wanted to put casters on it, put casters on it where it could move around in your in your garage or something. We did it to where it's just a stationary fishing rod holder for, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. our place in Georgia. And uh, easy to make. The wood, I mean, you can find some scrap wood if you got a buddy who's got a wood pile, some old 1x6s or, you know, 1x4s if you want to make it. But it's an easy way to make a fishing rod rack. And with the PVC, I think now is about 
eleven dollars a mm-hmm. section, ten eleven dollars, which is like twice as much yeah, as what absolutely. it used to be. Uh, so I mean that's the expense of it. But you know, look, you might have some scrap PVC laying around to make it. There's an easy way to make a fishing rod rack. So it's a do-it-yourself fishing rod rack, and that's your LV Hires Inc. Gear Tip of the Week. And I'm gonna build. Great project for a day like today. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Nasty I'm gonna, outside. I'm going to build another one in the ceiling mm-hmm. that where the rods, I'll have chain hanging down, and we actually here in the studio have these plexiglass dividers yeah. from four microphones. Right. And if you can picture a, a, a piece of wood hanging down from a short piece of chain on the ceiling in two of them, and then you can lay fishing rod racks. So if you put the butt on this side, and you got another piece of wood hanging three, four feet away, and then you put the rod on that end, and then the butt up here, and so it stores it up and out of your way. That's how my surfboards are stored in the garage. Exactly. The so if you have, and and I'll do, I'll, I'll come up and do. I'm going to do this again. So soon, look for it soon on our Facebook page where we're, and we'll do it again as an LV Hires Inc. Trip, get your tip of the week. How to do a a above your head storage rack for fishing rods in the garage. Mm-hmm. And so we'll take people through that step at some point in the near future. Um, by the way, before we go to Top Gun, folks, if you get a chance, go to our Facebook page. A couple cool posts that we had this week. First of all, Captain Steve Mullen holding a trophy toadfish. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a beaut. <laughs> Kevin. He yes. did not want his picture I, I, taken I, I, with I, that. I, I, well, I the worst Steve part Mullen was no, yep. when we fished on Wednesday, we were parked next to him, and we got into the toadfish. <laughs> we oh, did. Star- oh, we started wearing them out. It was like you got him. everything we caught was a toadfish. Nice. For about it was karma. It was karma. It was definitely karma. Yeah. And he was all over it too. Like, uh huh. Oh, let me put that on Facebook. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good one, Jeff. Dylan, that's a nice trophy, dude. Oh, it was bad. It was funny. So he's giving it to us, and we deserved it. Yeah, we did. Uh, the another post that we had and uh, three days ago, the SpaceX had another launch. So that, oh, that was, was cool awesome, to see. Wasn't it? Yeah, Kirk and I. Kirk actually shot me a text and goes, "Man, did you see the rocket?" Like, what are you talking about? So I, you know, I searched and said, and it was uh about it was about eight forty five, eight fifty, something like that. Yeah, they, we they they had a seven oh seven launch, and then they and then Jeff, I sent Jeff a text. Did you see the ro- rocket launch? And he's like, like no. what launch? And so he Googled it and found out it was it had been moved to nine oh seven. Yeah, they had a nine oh two. Yeah, that's nine oh two launch. So we ran outside to look at it, and it was incredible. Cool, uh, cool little deal, and good night to to check it out. The only thing that was a little disappointing is that the rocket didn't come mo- more over our head, right? Which the last SpaceX launch, space SpaceX launch that I saw, it kind of did. Uh, another post uh, the 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 Pelicans at the fish cleaning table. Yeah, they're aggressive right now. Oh my they? goodness! Yeah, yeah, they're hungry. And uh, beating a tar out of each other. Yeah. So anyway, we we uh, me and Kirk were cleaning fish, but the thing I think that's really unique, and I got this from Boo, which is uh, that was incredible. Ron Gibson, mm-hmm. who works at Jim Lux, and he was doing some control burning in South Carolina, and when you do a burn, and I've had this happen before, and I had it happen in two different places. When you do a control burn, you're 
that, that, by the way, a lot of people were asking about questions about what was that. We saw that near Guana. Guana had some control burning yeah. going on over the last week and a half, two weeks. And so if you saw burning and yeah. – Guana's is, is, is different because they don't back burn. No, they've let it head they, fire. They, 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 it's a head fire. Man. Yeah, it rolls. And, and I've seen you – know, I've seen – Kirk and, and I have seen it, man. We, we were capo one time, and I was like, "Oh, because once it gets to the marsh, it dies." It dies. But my God, it got out of hand. It did, man. They it got it, they loose just from them, buddy. It they rages. let it roll. They let it roll. Yeah. But uh, the the video that we posted up, and this was posted yesterday, and one of the coolest videos I have ever seen. Mm-hmm. When you do a control burn, the forest floor is what you're burning. Okay. Yep. The fuel along the forest floor, and you're top killing a lot of hardwood uh, plants and brush and trees. And when you have an old dead tree, what will happen is that the forest floor burns during the day that you're doing your control burn. Well, inside of that tree, it's kind of still burning, and you don't really notice it during the day. And then all of a sudden at night, especially if it's hollow, it just starts to burn like a chimney. Yep. And it will start burning and cracking and sending embers into, and sometimes it'll send embers hundreds of yards away. Which is not good. Which is not good. That's right. not what you want. Right. And I've had it happen twice where we've had dead hollow trees, and then after a control burning, you come back to check the burn throughout the night, yeah. and you've got a chimney stack, dead tree, tossing embers outside of your fire break and you're going oh my god yeah. and you don't sleep no you you're sitting sleep. there staring at it and yeah. ready to put the fire out yep. when it jumps the break yep. from the chimney but the video of this and to actually capture the video of this with coyotes in the background howling at it mm-hmm. is incredible yeah that's that's wicked yeah this is spooky yeah. i mean it sounds like yetis it does it's, it's spooky it's weird love bigfoot so folks Go to our Facebook page or our Instagram page. Check out this chimney, dead tree burn. Turn the volume up on your phone or your iPad or your laptop or whatever. Turn it up as loud as you can and listen to the sounds of the burn and then listen to the sounds in the background. Of the coyotes. It is spooky. It's totally Bigfoot. It is totally spooky and eerie. Anyway, let's take a break. We come back. It'll be a Top Gun segment right here on the Nimnik Chevrolet and Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Coastal Equipment on New Kings Road and in McClenny, your home of Kubota and also Gravely zero-turn mowers, hot seat pressure washers, all the steel power equipment. So when you need a job to do, do it right. Get the right equipment at Coastal Equipment. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. It's time now to go talk to Top Gun. What a Top Gun. I feel a need for speed. What's going on, fellas? More to Top Gun. Hey, I just wanted to tell you to keep me in your thoughts Tuesday. I'm going under the knife again. What, for your hand? Um, uh, yeah, uh, extensive carpal tunnel surgery. Oh. It's where they cut you uh, in your hand and the heel of your hand and your elbow. Oh, boy. And um, I, had my right, I had my right hand done a uh, couple of days before Thanksgiving, and um, I'm not looking forward to it because the first five days is uh, a lot of pain. Mm-hmm. I don't know about y'all, but I'm not big on pain. Nope, 
So you're, right, doing your left, you're doing your left arm now? Yeah, I'm doing the left one. All right. You're uh, in our prayers. For I've sure. suffered for two years, so it's time to do something. Uh. So, But, um, you know, you learn some incredible stuff on this show. Okay. And that's one of the reasons I listen. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, this morning, I learned <laughs> that if I'm going out in the woods that could be heavily infested with ticks, do not wear a button fly pants, or you could get kicks in a bad spot. <laughs> but the real story. The other thing about this, I'm, I'm just starting to think about this, though, Top Gun. I don't know that I've ever worn button fly pants. Yeah, yeah, that's the real yeah. story. Yeah. To the story. I'm, I'm with Why you. are you You've going into worn... a black fly infestation yeah. Yeah. with button fly pants on? I didn't even think about it. Well, yeah. I, I did, did. I did, did like the seventies back in eighty six. I think <laughs> with my no, bell no, bottom. Were... I was going to say Kirk would use up a whole roll of, of duct tape to bend his bell bottoms around his boots. <laughs> my, bell, <laughs> my, my bell bottoms. My bell bottoms in the uh, in the early seventies. I had uh, button up pants. I need, oh, more, yeah. I need more tape. <laughs> I need more dark yeah. bell bottoms. That's good, favor. But, but was that an accident, Logs? A what? Was that an accident? Did you not know they were button-fly pants? Or? No, no, no. Well, I mean, they were, they were like the, uh, you know, like you got cargo pants with the pockets, you know? So it was like a right. outdoor pant. And so I I didn't even think about a the, fly the bugs the going button. in the button-fly of the, of the pant. Yeah. Well. Oh, my God. I'd have gone straight to Mrs. Ling's. And had a zipper put in now. Oh, buddy, I can tell I you this: there was there was a lot of duct tape on my crotch the rest of the time <laughs> I wore those pants. That's awful. Wow, a big story. Thanks for the visual. Yeah, what a story. Body. Hey, look here; these uh, two hillbillies were sitting on the front porch, and they lived uh, on right in front of a road that came off the interstate. And they're sitting there drinking moonshine and watching the cars go by. And all of a sudden, a big uh, flatbed 18-wheeler came by with about uh, 20 rolls, big rolls of sod on it. And one of the hillbillies said, you know, if I ever win that lottery, that's what I'm going to do. And his buddy says, you want to drive an 18-wheeler truck? And the guy says, no. I'm going to send my grass out to be mowed. LBS, <laughs> baby! That was good. <laughs> I'm going to send it out to be mowed. <laughs> That's oh, when you uh, know you've made it. You made <laughs> That's it. right. Peel all that up and send it out and get it mowed and put it back. Bring it back. All right, uh, let's, uh, let's stay with the phone lines yep. and let's talk to Handy Randy this morning. Morning, Randy. Hey, good morning, guys. What's happening? I guess this. Hey, I guess this is medical Saturday. I just went through a procedure as well, and uh, but I'm doing I'm doing good. Good, good uh, to hear. It, yeah, take a little while to heal up from this one. Uh, I had to go a little deep on this one, but uh, your guy that called, uh, I was inspired. Um, talking about hunting, and you know, he was real excited about getting this call for t- turkey hunting and all yeah. that. I have got a gift for him and it's a thermostat still in the package mosquito repellent and a refill 
And I'll leave my number with you guys. If he can okay. just call me, leave a Andy. message, whatever. Andy. Andy. So Andy, yeah. Andy's got to call back and – and Andy and Randy. Yeah, and Andy, this uh, usually we wouldn't do anything, but I'm just telling you, this is this is a great offer. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you got to have this. Got to have Thermocell, yep. Andy, and yep. so Randy's going to hook you up. So Andy, yes, call sir. back in, and well, that's we'll, just we'll, dandy. We'll get the Andy and Randy, <laughs> Andy and Randy together. Andy and Randy hooked up. <laughs> And that'll make me feel a little bit better. Maybe even heal a little quicker, too, doing a good job. There you go. That's right. It's always nice to do something for somebody. Yes, sir. All right. Thanks, Randy. Uh, Let me give you my number to your guy. Don't do it on the air. Yeah, yeah. We'll put you on hold, and Chris will get it. So we have a wedding today. Huh? We have a wedding today. Oh, yeah. Yeah, finger mullet. Finger mullet. Yay, finger mullet. Is he really finger mullet anymore? Paul Jr. Come on, what's your finger bullet? Well, he's yeah, always finger, always always, finger yeah, bullet. Yeah, I mean, come well, on. Well, it, it, you, it, you have gotta explain nickname? this to people because we we have a longtime friend of the outdoor show, and a longtime friend of ours. Yeah, that's right. And uh, and it's Paul. Paul Gallup. Okay. Yep. And Paul has had the nickname Mullethead forever. Forever. Okay. And the reason that he has the nickname Mullethead is because you. Kind of looks head. like a mullet. <laughs> okay. Not not his haircut. No, not it's not yeah, a haircut. It's not a haircut. It's right. kind of like a facial kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, okay. Yeah. It's mullet head. So mullet head. Yeah. So mullet head had him and his wife. Mm-hmm. They had a kid. Mm-hmm. So they, multiple kids. Multiple kids, yeah, but multiple this children, one in particular yeah. is kind of like a you know chip off the old block. Mm-hmm. So his name or his nickname. Which he didn't have a chance. Right, you know, he had no chance. It's finger mullet. Finger mullet, for sure. <laughs> so. yeah, yeah. But, you know, a lot of people are like, dude, why are you getting married in January? Pure genius. Pure genius. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Don't get now, married. Don't if he, get well, married now, in Now, wait April. a minute. Wait a yeah. minute. Wait a minute. Don't get married in if November. If he lived in Alabama... It would not be pure That's genius. That's true. you got to back it up or, or, or go forward to February. Exactly. Right. And so what we're trying to say is that when you're planning a wedding, you have to do a couple things. Yeah. First of all, you got to do the wedding right. But the timing, and timing is everything. hmm You've got to avoid certain things. Well, he's an outdoorsman. Okay. He fishes and hunts. Yeah, you, give me some times that we will not plan a wedding for. Spring. In April. Bring turkey. Why? Because of turkey it's season. It's turkey season. Yeah. Yep. No way am I doing it in October. November. No way. No. Okay. How about May? That's uh, co- end of May, maybe. <sighs> maybe the end of May, but Kobe. Yeah. Yeah. But the Kobe yeah, run yeah, is pretty I'm, good. I'm, May's one of our best months. To arguably. Fish. Okay. Arguably. So, I'm, I'm with you. Okay. When we get to June, oh, it's too hot. hot. It's too hot. Well, yeah. it's hot. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And here's the that other. That takes thing. out summer altogether. June first, okay. The shrimp boats can now come yep. close in the shore, yep. which, within a mile. And what happens then? Yeah, we're going tarpon. Fishing. We got tarpon yeah. fishing. Yeah. yeah, we got we got tarpon okay. fishing. And women don't want to be sweaty during a wedding. No, that's right. You know, you're no, right. I, I totally right. agree with you. And see, Carrie's and that's that's how you have to, to present it too. To dress now we get up. now we get to July. To oh. It's blazing hot. It's terrible. Yep. Blazing hot. Cape Fishing's hot, though. Okay. You can't, you and, can't and, mess with the birthday of our country. Well, that and, 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 and now you got to remember, Finger Bullet 
loves kingfish tournaments. Kingfishing is hot. In July. I mean, that's that's, that's July and August. Tournament month. Okay, so that's July and August. That's That's out. out. We got kingfish tournaments. Yeah, we got kingfish tournaments. Okay, so now we get into September. Eh, Can't do that. It's the mullet migration. Yeah, exactly. It's like one of our best fishing times of the year. I totally agree. We can't do it. And it's early hunting season. Yeah, it is. Yeah, okay. Now September. Can't fudge on that. Nah. What about a September wedding? Yeah, Still a little you know, hot. You know, you know why you don't do September? Starting to get ready for deer season. <sighs> hurricanes. Yeah. yeah hurricanes. That's, that's yeah. a great call. Yeah. 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 And you're getting ready for deer season. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, there might be a window in there where you can make it work. Okay. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe. October? No. No way. No way. No. That's a negative. No, we're no. not. We're not. No. Dis- no. That's not up it's, for discussion. It's, it's bone yeah. season. <laughs> yeah. It's like last minute prep for hunting season and gun season starts yeah. in October. Mm-hmm. November? We're not even going to talk about November. No, there's no, you can't. There's no you chance should, you in should, hell. You shouldn't even mention November. No. Okay. That should be no. just off the calendar. No way. Thanksgiving, yeah, exactly. Deer season, Thanksgiving, the rut, the rut families. Yeah. No yeah. chance. No that, chance. You know, that should have been in that Jim Croce song. You know, you don't you don't pull on Superman's cape. You don't it, it, spin in the wind. And you don't plan a, a wedding in October. You plan nothing in November. Nothing. In November. Right. Nothing. November is off yeah, limits. No family okay? reunions. Birthdays no are nothing. celebrated from a deer stand. That's right. Okay. That's Thanksgiving just, is lucky. Thanksgiving is just <laughs> a part so of yeah, deer see, season. We've even got to the point where it, Thanksgiving's a half a day. That's, that's half right. a day. Yeah, that's half right. a day. <laughs> like, and then when you got guests, yeah. they got to go. Get out. Because it's time to go to the deer <laughs> stand for the afternoon <laughs> But here's the thing. They want to because they're going to the yeah, deer true. stand. Yeah. Exactly. And that's, yeah, and that's the other thing. It's like for all these times, even if, even if she says, I don't care whether you want to fish or not, I don't care if you want to hunt or not, you know, you're going, then you could say, but nobody's going to show up. That's right. Yeah. Because they all want to fish and they all want to hunt. So, yeah. honey, I'm just trying to look you know, out for and, you. And, and here's the deal. Uh, when's the last time you went to a wedding? It's been Gosh, it's been uh, forever. But me too, because yeah. they're always in April or November. <laughs> See you. Can't do them. Exactly. That's how I'm saying. I got invited to one in November. I told Kate, we're not going. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Your cousin's a nice lady, yeah, but yeah. we can't go. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. All right, so let's Don't move into December. Let's move into December. Not, you know, okay, uh, December weddings are rude. Yeah, nobody's going to do that. It's it, People are prepping for Christmas, Christmas and right, the holidays right. and the nobody's New Year. Do, do you really want a present? You're not going to get no, one. No, in you're December. not going to get okay, one. Okay, you in can December. have a wedding December, but the, the, right, right. I'll only, be damned if I'm going to buy you a present. The only December weddings are those out of necessity, if you Correct. know what I mean. Yes. Yes. Okay. January. In Alabama, no. In other parts, if you're in the panhandle of Florida, no, you, sorry. Can't have a January wedding either. But it, so for Northeast Florida, though, we had There's a rut kids, in Alabama in January. Let me fix it for you all. Okay. Just, just a lope. A lope. That's just right. Flipping a lope, go down to the courthouse and go, show me the paper. Pull out the pen, sign the paper. Done. Yeah, hold on now. We, yeah. we we got two more months to go. Okay, January is is eh, okay. Possibility. Yeah. February. The, uh, what do you think? It's, well, it's the, doable. The, the problem with February again, I'm 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 going on finger mullet. Okay. Mm-hmm. They love the wahoo fish. Yeah. And, and wahoo fishing is as good as it gets in February and March. So you, you got, got a window. You got a got a window in January. Yeah. February is boy. You, 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 if if 
the ocean is flat, which is not very flat in February. Yeah. And and you're getting married on that flat day, and you could have declared for the Wahoo <laughs> shootout. Yeah, you, you, again, your your yeah. your crowd yep, just got gonna cut in half. Out, you bet. <laughs> yep. So sorry, well, there's, there's a window in January. Yes, there is a window. Okay, in, January. in February you got Wahoo fishing, mm-hmm. and then you don't ever interfere with the Super Bowl with a wedding. True. Okay, True. so you don't Can't even. Compete that's that. not even a consideration. Yep. Yep. Okay, so anybody that would even think about getting married on Super Bowl weekend, yeah, can't do that. That that's a major problem. Agreed. Major that's, problem. That that actually indicates a serious character flaw. Okay, and here's the other thing: the El Cheapo is always around the first <laughs> week of March. Yeah. Right. You're right. Yeah. Okay. True. So you cannot interfere with the El Cheapo. And you also yeah, and you also have to take into account the honeymoon. So. So, you know, you're basically Ooh. planning a week. It's wow. a 10-day thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's so, a 10-day 10 day, 10 day window. Yeah, good grief. I think Kirk's idea is the best. Yeah. Well, Kirk is – but there is some windows in January and February. Yes, there are. So, Absolutely. You're, you're pinching. You're pinching. I mean, just seriously, look look at just, – just look how lucky he is. Today's awful. It, yeah, Finger Mullet's getting married today. Congratulations. The yeah. weather sucks. No, and, 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 and then you got a, you got a, listen, you got, you got a week of uh, the next week. The weather's terrible. He probably gets to fly to it's Las Vegas Hawaii or it's whatever. Yeah, gold. it's a gold. perfect week. Yeah. And you don't have to leave the house either, which uh, has its advantages right after you get married. That's just saying. Just saying. So, uh, pure genius. Perfect day. Uh, it, it, I Perfect mean, day he, to get married. He's got to be like ecstatic yep. for the weather today. I get to leave all you suckers behind in this nasty weather, and we're going someplace really nice. Exactly. <laughs> yep. There yep. you go. Genius. Genius. <laughs> I, I, I like it. It's good stuff. So, congratulations, by the way. Yes, yes. congratulations. Marriage yes. is a great institution. Yes, it yeah, is. I don't know what happened to my invite, but that's okay. That's okay. Hey, uh, folks, if you've got uh, like, you know, earning your brother-in-law's trailer in your front yard, and <laughs> oh, <laughs> your Ernie. HOA is is all Mark over you, um, stack them storage. Seriously, you call them; they come pick it up, put it in dry storage. Five-point inspection, so they take care of, you know, greasing your bearings, whatever. And then when you need it back or when Ernie's looking for it, call Stackham Storage and they'll deliver it wherever he is. And also, don't forget, uh, Stackham Storage is, and we're going to talk about this a little more extensively here later, is we'll be at the boat show next weekend. Ooh. So if you want to go by there and talk to Pat and everybody else with Stackham Storage, they'll be at the boat show. StackMStorage.com. Or we'll you can right go back. to StackMStorage.com and the number 962-9605 for StackM Storage. Great song. Awesome. Great song. Nice choice, Chris. Well, Man, thank you're you. You're on it. The Long Run is a good record. Really, a, really good. Yeah, Eagles it's a great, record. great record. One of the first ones I ever had, as a matter of fact. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Holy cow, that's cool. It was it the, first, cool. the first album I ever bought. Was it? Yeah. I think yep. it was the first one I bought too, Chris. Very first Hon- one. Honestly, I think wow. it was. Yeah. Uh, gosh, that was a long time ago. Oh, yeah. Uh, hey, folks. Uh, 
if you want to be like Bob Johnson, go Bob. <laughs> Bob uh, sent us a uh, a message on Facebook, and he said, "Hey, what's the name of the place on the Gulf side? You know where you can rent cabins and boats and a charter." And we told him it's uh, it's Steenhatchie River Club. So uh, he said, "Outstanding." This is his response. Heading over today for a little recon mission. Mm-hmm. He said he's going to keep us informed, and he gave us a report. Yeah, we did this morning. He did. He said, uh, "Finished up my last hours of recon here at Steen uh, Steenhatchie River Club. Outstanding two night three days. Very cool." He said, "I did not fish. Sixty two years old." And fished the 300 days of good weather here in Northeast Florida or North Florida. He said he met as many locals as possible. He ate dinner at Roy's. Oh, he did? Mm-hmm. Got to go to Roy's. And he joined post 291 of the American Legion. Okay. Okay. Noticed, uh, he said, noticed two trucks hooked up to rental boats this morning. So I guess I had neighbors last night. Big news in town. <laughs> And he said, the big news, though, is not a new Dollar Tree store and not a new Dollar General. It's a new Dollar General slash Dollar Tree store, tree store. side by side. Wow. I've never knew that uh, some, something like that could happen. And he actually sent us pictures. Yes, he did. Of this store. So is that like the $2 plaza? And, and I wonder, does it have... And, and the, the, the other picture is... Uh, the screen porch on the cabins. Nice. You know, I mean, because, because seriously, over there, summertime bugs are. Hey, oh, yeah. You know, of course. But now you can sit on your screen porch. and That's a nice you know, porch. Oh, I, dude, I'm telling That's you. It's a really nice cabin. Yeah. Oh, they're they're awesome. They're yeah. awesome. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad he had a good time. It's got, he took pictures of the dog boxes uh-huh. and and the ramp. And uh, that's cool, man. That's a, that's a cool to thank you, Bob. For, yeah, thank you, Bob. For sending us a little. Update and glad you enjoyed your your time over there. And one of these days, we need to roll on up over there and go catch a couple sheep and stay night. It's yeah. March. Nice. Like March, a, is, March is the right? time. So um, let's figure out when we can do it. All right. Okay. And we will leave here like on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. Stay a Saturday night. Okay. It's Sunday. Stay Sunday night and yep. then come back like on a Monday. Yep. And then the, the, and we'll, the three of us. Four of us. If Chris, if you could, Chris, are you up for fishing? Oh, sure. Well, uh, yeah, I'll fish. I don't know if I'm up for catching, but I'm up for All fishing. Right. We'll go over there and we'll have a little pate at Steenhatchie oh, River Club. Steenhatchie. I think that'd pate. be a ball. Yeah, I, I, I think Heck I can. Yeah, that sounds I, I, I think awesome. I know enough people over there that I could get some some GPS numbers. Yeah, I yeah. mean, it's just like take one boat, yeah. whoever boat, yeah, yours, yeah. mine, Kirk's, whatever. And yeah. Let's go and let's go fish, yeah. man. Yeah, man, sounds like a plan. I mean, I got my cousin Daryl over there. No, oh, and, and cousin Darryl, the other Darryl. cousin Daryl. No, I really, got, I really have a cousin Daryl. He's got a yeah. boat. Well, the brother. I don't know if he's got a boat now or not. He might. Does he know how to fish? Oh, he's great fish. Was oh, that the one that was at the wedding up in the? Yeah. It, well, they want to turn cousin, any dipping in the river. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah my cousin Daryl, my uh, uh, and my cousin Carlene, and and they got a son, and you know, and and both Daryl and, and and their son. I mean, they're. Big time fishermen over there. I mean, they love it. So I mean, we got we don't need numbers, bro. We we're, we're okay. Okay, we'll have a guide service over there. I think at least. Heck yeah, I hope. Yeah, we got to get. What about our guy? This over is getting there? better by the second. 
Who, Jody Griffiths? Yeah. Yeah, um, Jody's got numbers, obviously. Yeah. He yeah. runs Steen Etsy Let's, let's yeah. go, man. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go do it. And do it, it man. Yeah, you no, need to no. get the intel, and then let's, 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 let's get a date before turkey season, mm-hmm. and let's go, man. Okay. I think it'd be awesome. I think it'd be a great trip. That'd be cool. Anyway, uh, out of all the places that you could go, uh-huh. if you could travel, and, I, and because I, I'm not traveling this year for turkey season. Mm-hmm. Typically, I, I go to Nebraska. Mm-hmm. But if you could go one place to turkey hunt that you haven't been. I'm going. Where are you going? Indiana. Well, you're going back to where you deer hunted at. Yeah, because every time with deer hunt, there's turkeys everywhere. And, right. they, and they really don't. They, well, you're also going to coincide much. that with so, a little deer stand work. Yes. I mean, yes and yes. That's, that's absolutely. So, so I'm going like the first week of May. Um, but but my question is this: If you could could have one dream place to turkey hunt, mm-hmm. I'm talking a dream place, like with the terrain, the turkeys, everything factor, I, I, factored I know, in. I know where I'd go. Where would you go? Wyoming. Why? Uh, first off, I want to hunt Merriam's. That's mm-hmm. the oh, that's the one that I'm missing from my slam, and my gosh, the terrain there, turkey hunting has got to be amazing. I I got you, Kirk. Dream turkey hunt. That's a tough one there. I'd I'd like to go to Alabama. If somebody <laughs> had a nice piece of a land in Alabama mm-hmm. where you had you know because it's pretty country. It's oh, Alabama's beautiful. Yeah. No, I mean, no doubt. You know what yeah. do they call that place where the uh, the Black Hills? The Black Hills. Yeah. Black Hills. The Black mm-hmm. Hills of South Dakota. No, no. Of, of Black Alabama. Belt. Black Belt. There Black you go. Belt. Black, Black Belt. Belt. Yeah. Black Belt. Where the soil's really good. Right. Lots of farming and big deer. Mm-hmm. A lot of farming, a lot of turkeys. I'd like to do that. I think that's an interesting question because turkeys are hunting turkeys is hunting turkeys. Absolutely. So it's got to be about the terrain. Yeah. And about the topography you know, and the yeah, view. I, I, the, the best trip I've ever been on, one of the, I mean, like, like for everything, when Carrie and I went to Washington State mm-hmm. and turkey hunted. It was flipping amazing. Mm-hmm. You had a sidearm. You had, you know, you carried a lot of other stuff yeah. with you because of the cougars and the, the bears, bears, the wolves, the coyotes. I mean, there was a lot of things, you know, and, and you're sitting there and you hear something oh coming and, and a whole pack of elk come by you. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it, it was it was that's pretty it was, cool. It was that's cool it was stuff. it was cool. Man. Yeah, I'm kind of with you, Kevin. It's like a Wyoming, yeah, a Montana, an yes. Idaho, yes, somewhere out out there in the West, yep. where you can get in a little bit of that mountainous terrain, someplace yep. that that's not hunted hard. You know? Oh, this, yeah. I mean, they they don't hunt turkeys. I'd like much, to, you know where yeah. I'd like to go. I'd like to go to the Yellowstone Ranch and hunt turkeys. Okay. The Dutton Ranch. The Dutton, Dutton, yeah, I want to go hunt Dutton with the, I want to go hunt with Rip. We got it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. I want to go hunt with Rip. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. Yes, we come back. Uh, Chad has got a show suggestion for us. Oh. Right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Hey folks, obviously if you're in the market for a Cadillac, the only one place to go, Claude Nolan Cadillac. 
And also, if you're in the market for a pre-owned vehicle and even pickup truck, I mean, I've bought all my pickup trucks from a lot of them. Go in and tell them what you're looking for. Tell them how much, you know, mileage, kind of price range you're looking for. It, it, look, they're not gonna, probably not going to have it on the lot, but they'll find it for you at Claude Nolan Cadillac, located on Southside Boulevard, just north of JTV. I just go to the phone lines and bring up Chad this morning. Morning, Chad. Chad. Um, yes. Uh, Chris always gets my name wrong. Yeah, gummit. Okay, sorry about that. This is this is John Strickland. Hey, John. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why he does that to me. He did it to me last time. Maybe because he's doing I don't it on like purpose. Hey, right. You say you say Chad when you call. That's why I say I say John Strickland. Yeah. You said hey John. See, you just said Chad again. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, okay. That's my alias, Chad. Mm-hmm. But um, hey, I've been thinking you guys need to come up with a new disclaimer for the outdoor show, not one for Tim Ten XL. Okay. Oh. Products mentioned on this show may be sold out if you don't get in your car and go get them now. Good point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when when y'all first started talking about the Palmetto cheese, yep. right? yes, it was six weeks before I could find it at my Publix. I even talked to the manager and said, "Y'all mentioned it on the show. Order extra." It's they're sold out. Yeah. Stuff is when, so good. When, <laughs> hey, by the way, just when real, real quick. That likes hey, it a hey, lot. Real quick, let me interrupt you here, Chad. I mean, John. I'm just kidding. <laughs> just pulling mess with you. Um, I brought, when me and Dylan fished with Kirk and Steve uh-huh. in the last couple weeks twice. Uh-huh. Okay. We brought cracked cheese both, both times. Oh, yes. Yeah. Both times with and, Fritos. And Fritos, the big scoop, scoop. Fritos, scoop. are yep. the best. Mm. With cracked yep. cheese. Yep. By, by the way, people, right. cracked cheese is it's the... It's not cracked cheese. It's palmetto cheese yes. at your grocery store. And it's, there's two kinds. One is regular pimento cheese, and it has an orange lid. The one with the green lid has jalapenos in it. That's the one to uh, get. Yeah. yeah, it's a little spicy. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, it's funny, John. I, I was. Um, we talked about the work sharp for sharpening your knives. Mm-hmm. And right. I, for some reason, after the show, I had to I had to go into strike zone, and I was talking to him. We're like, "Bro, we appreciate it, but we're out. Would you please tell people we are we're out? out. We're out. out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's good stuff. I, I brought those uh, sweet heat pickles. Yeah, in. really mm-hmm. good. I still I still can't find them at Publix. The pickle spears, they're out every time I go in there. Oh, oh yeah. It's so, amazing what some of the products that they're out that they can't get now. It's crazy. crazy. Yeah. The uh your Christmas special at Hagen Ace. Yeah. We near the end of the show you mentioned to go online and, and log in to for the old town kayak. Right. It it was three hours before I could get on their site. Every time I went on there, the site is full. Try back later. Oh boy. So I, I don't think y'all know how much impression y'all have on the city of Jacksonville and all your listeners everywhere. Well, that's a good thing it's, because it, if we talk about a product now, we're it's pretty good. Yeah, yeah if we're endorsing it, yeah. we probably use yeah, it. It's pretty yeah. good. I mean, there's yeah, there's fun. literally things that these guys have come up with as a gear tip, or I have that that I'm like Kirk's always bringing up stuff, and I'm like, damn, that's too. 
that's too simple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I, I right. have a lot of them. I, I mean, <laughs> yeah, we've all used the tricks. Yes. There's, there's some of them that you come across and you go, gosh, that's a great idea. Yeah. Uh, well, like, yeah. Jo- like John last week when we fished on Captain Steve Mullins. That's Chad. Yeah, he's all Chad. about <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. That's and right. We saw these, and I saw the gadgets, the little gadget, little five gallon bucket container yeah. footies, right? For the, and I was like, that's awesome. I mean, yeah. for a boat, that's like the, and I, genius. Well, it was just like, a so year, Hagen's going to carry them now, yeah, yeah. by the way. Hagen uh, Coastal Outfitters. Just like a year ago, John, when somebody showed me the app for our trolling motors, mm-hmm. I'm like, you got to be kidding right. me. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that, you know, I mean, and you know what? I didn't know about it. Most yeah. people didn't know about it, no, nope. you know. But it was it was really cool. Somebody sent that to me, you know, and I was like, "Yeah." One of our listeners called yeah. in and told us about it. Yeah, I mean, that was after we used it for a gear to heat. Right. He gave us the uh, the, the rundown about how to use how to use it. How to use yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, it pretty, the pretty cool. on it and stuff like that. And I can tell you this, uh, Bob. I mean, Chad and John. <laughs> Angie Subs has sold more turkey subs. <laughs> yeah. That was an epiphany there. <laughs> they need to give so some good so in they, the uh, last two this. months than at any other time in their history. Matter of fact, uh, um, Ed, you know, Ed Malin, yeah, Ed Malin John, is making the turkey sub I, the Jeff Lagerman special. Yeah, I, I, I wish that you could have seen the thread. After that show, when Jeff said, "What turkeys? I ain't getting a damn turkey sandwich and Angie Stubbs," it was, <laughs> it was, it was absolutely classic. I mean, they they just they buried I, me. Jeff, I I think that was reverse psychology. It, it was. I I agree. Yes. Oh, yeah. it was. I can tell you, John. I, I can tell you now. Fried tater tots. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yep, and Angie's, go, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Now just imagine putting them on a turkey. Side. Now, and I, and I will tell you this, okay, because just like when we talk about products, we also were foodies. We talk about oh, sure. like the cracked cheese and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. When when Angie's turned me on to, and I and I'll never forget, I got French fries. It was one time me and Dylan got French fries at Angie's, and and it, it was French fries for two. Or maybe it was me and Tara. Anyway, we're and it's got these little dipping holders. They do you want dipping sauce? I'm like, yeah, of course. Yeah, we'll take some. I've always been a ketchup and mustard guy. Kind of mix a little bit of mustard in the um, ketchup. Right. Right. Give right. a little bit of a tin of orange for my French fries. Right. But then Angie's turned me on to half ranch and half Peruvian. Mm-hmm. Oh. As a dipping for the French fry. Done. I now yeah. no longer want Ketchup and mustard from with my French fries. I want half ranch and half Peruvian. King of condiments. That's it. It's the king of condiments. Yes. <laughs> Jeff, so you so you know they put a, a few tater tots in my French fries too. I yeah, they always do that. Oh, wow. I got, see, I've, I've, I think out of all the times that I've ordered French fries, and and maybe you're just special, John. Then uh, I think there's been Chad t- two different times that I've gotten like two. Of the tater tots in my French fries, mm-hmm. right? And I see other people; they get a whole bunch of them. I guess they asked for them mixed at Angie's of tater tots and French fries. Well, you know the owner, right? You could always well, I, I guess I yeah. need to ask that question, <laughs> yeah. but I can tell you from now on, I'm going straight tater tots. Yeah, just saying, I'm I'm a tater tot guy now. I've been converted. Anyway, <laughs> well, I just wanted to let you guys yep. know you're appreciated. I've been listening since the thrifty bait and tackle day. Oh my so. gosh, nice. Yeah. 
Goodness. Cassett Avenue. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, John. Thank you, John. And I'll I'll keep uh, sharing post with you on Facebook. Be good. All right, buddy. Yep. <laughs> awesome. All right, bye. Thank you. All right, see, see you. you. All right, let's take a break. We come back. Uh, we got to talk about uh, uh, a day of fishing that we had this week. Me and Captain Kirk, man, it was awesome. Me and Kirk and one Dylan. of the pretty days, like a Wednesday or something. It was beautiful. Yeah, we really awesome. lucked out and got just awesome, 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 awesome day. Yeah, and uh, and then we've got a, a, a ring power cat tip of the week when we come back right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. And don't forget, folks, if you've got a little piece of waterfront heaven, all you got to do is give. CNH Marine Construction, a call. In fact, uh, just got a little text a minute ago from my man Bob himself, and he was talking because you know, Chad was just talking, John was just talking about <laughs> how people believe in the show. Well, uh, Bob said it's been working for them because, and here's why CNH Marine Construction, their advertising has been working here, is because I am a firsthand account of how good their work is mm-hmm. at CNH Marine Construction. Docs, Bulkheads, boat houses, boat lifts. I've experienced every component of CNH Marine Construction's work, and it is outstanding. And the price is exactly, I can tell you this, ain't nobody's going to beat them. And nobody's going to beat the combination of quality and the, the quality and the price of the work that they do at CNH Marine Construction. To join us here this morning, 904 641 1010, right here on the Nimnick Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. It's time now for Ring Power Cat Tip of the Week. Ring Power in the Cat Rental Store has the youngest fleet in the industry, which is dependable. Uh, the prices are good. Okay. And, and, and the knowledge. The knowledge that the, they have. Oh, my goodness. Uh, that, I mean, when you, when you rent or buy a piece of machinery from them, you're going to know exactly what you have mm-hmm. and what it will do. Those guys know so much about those machines. It's, it's it's crazy. So next Saturday, got a boat show. Yeah, we do. We're going to be there? We are. We are going to be there. We are going to be there. Um, are we going to have a special guest host? Um, I don't. That was for the that was, that was was for the outdoors. That was for the April show. Okay. Yep. 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 So, All right. Um, but I'm sure we'll have somebody there that, uh, that runs the Jacksonville Boat Show. For so sure. uh, Jacksonville Boat Show, it's uh, January 28th through the 30th. Mm-hmm. It's at the Prime F. Osborne Convention Center. We will be there live next Saturday from 7 to 10. I don't think the, the, the doors don't open at 7. No. No, they open at what, 9. 9. Yeah. 9. Yeah. Uh, so if you want to come and check out the boat shop, man, how's, how are people's inventory? I don't know. Of boats? That would be I, a good I, question. I, I know that... Um, uh, Whalen Bay's fine, you know. I mean, they've they've, they've got inventory, but I, I agree with you, Jeff. Uh, you know, Atlantic Coast Marine, I'm sure it's going to be there. Stack of storage, yeah, it's going to be there. I mean, so there's other things, I guess, to to look at besides boats. But I mean, uh, I, yeah, I I, I I know that there's a couple boat dealers in St. Augustine that have no boats. Mm-hmm. You know, so interesting. Well, yeah. anyway, just join us uh, next weekend at the Jacksonville Boat Show again. The boat show is January 28th to 30th at the Prime Osborne Convention Center. And uh, what you can do is if you go to our Facebook page and then you click or you go to the link and then click on the Jacksonville Boat Show, uh, it will take you to their Facebook page, which will tell you all the details about the event. Cool. 
right, let's go to the phone lines. Let's bring up Gary this morning. Morning, Gary. Good morning, gentlemen. How are you? Good morning, Gary. Good. Morning. As you guys probably know, the, the Masters champion the following Tuesday to have the champions dinner, and the the current reigning champion gets to pick the menu of his choice. You Correct. know, appetizer, main course, dessert. Say so you got you're the Masters champion. What would be your selection? I have my vote. I'll tell you right now. Dinner. I want Tara's uh, venison Salisbury steak, <laughs> the white sweet potatoes mashed, and scrambled eggs. That's what I want. Because that's what no I just dessert? that's what I just had. And no, no, the sweet potatoes are sweet enough for me. It was perfect. But that's such similar to the question that if if you were getting sentenced to death, mm-hmm. oh boy, what would be your last meal? Yeah, but this is well, much I, more I positive. Be more yeah. <laughs> I, I, thank you, Gary. I mean, what, <laughs> the weather's bad enough, what a brother. Lovely thought. Yeah. That's, All right. So if you had like if you had one meal like, left, it's kind of like your description of last okay. Saturday's food. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really? say one meal left. I just said for the masters. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, um, I think it's a, I think it's a great. Good, I mean, you, you put a you, yours is a little bit phrased a little bit better gary i, I appreciate that thank you <laughs> okay so if, if you had to have i, I wasn't going down death's door you know what I mean? <laughs> all right so if we got one meal right what, what are we thinking my last meal no it's not your last meal you're 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 hosting a bunch of golf prime rib prime rib i want prime rib rare prime rib oh yeah twice baked potato and a salad that's just that's money, I, you know. Uh, and no dessert. Chocolate tort. <laughs> chocolate tort. Chocolate yes. tort. Um, Triple I, chocolate. I, you tort. know what? I, because I just love it so much. Uh, Carrie's roast beef that she does is amazing. Mm. Um, you know, some type of uh, broccoli and cheese, like Kirk said, salad, and uh, I want some nana pudding. Okay, Jeffrey. <laughs> nana pudding. <laughs> um. <laughs> Jeffrey, you have I, to I would, say it like I would start out the um, <laughs> what what are those the, sh- the, the shrimp wafers the, on the top? Uh, coconut no. fried shrimp? No, hold no, on, I'm going to give you it, an exact but... menu. Okay, okay the the seafood place that's got those the bang bang shrimp. Okay, I'm going to oh. start out. My appetizer is going to be grill? bone fish grill. Okay, I'm going to start out with a bang bang okay. shrimp appetizer. Okay, bang bang oh. shrimp. Appetizer. See, he's worked on this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a good one. Yeah, I I think the bang bang shrimp. Fantastic. Fantastic. They are. Agreed. We get them every time. Turkey sub. Then I'm going. (laughs) Then, (laughs) no. Extra mayo. Then I'm going to my my salad. And I'm going to have. Oh, yeah. uh, Well, let me add one more appetizer. I'm going to have a pork belly with a little bit of peanut drizzle. Appetizer would go along with the with the bang bang shrimp. Okay. Gary, wow. you, you knew the word yeah. was going right. Yeah, now wow. I'm going to have a lettuce wedge, blue cheese lettuce wedge. Oh yeah, there this is going to take the rest of the show. Yeah, absolutely, we you still got like a Kirby Co to do. Yeah. You know, like I don't want a chop salad. I want a wedge. <laughs> chop salad at Ruth Chris's. And it's got to be crispy, cold, and a lot of green in it. Okay, okay, and uh, lots of bacon. So I'm doubling up on the bacon. Okay, and then I'm going to go with Your a entree? ribeye cap steak. Yeah, there you go. Okay, there's it's and it, and it would be a toss up between either a ribeye cap or a beef rib, uh, and starch. Okay, two of the best pieces of meat on the planet, in right. my opinion. Yeah, and then uh, sides. I mean, there's a lot of sides that are really good. Lobster mac and cheese is always good. Mm-hmm. Sweet potato, 
casserole is good. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Um, Asparagus. I love corn on the cob. Give me sweet corn on the cob. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now for the dessert, I'm probably going to go with a pudding cake. Pudding cake. Pudding. Now, would it happen to be a nana pudding? (laughs) No, it would not be. Hey, hey, Chris, what about you? Okay, hold on, hold on. I'm not done with my... Wait a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. i got to describe yeah, my pudding. You thought he was done? Okay, oh, really? no, hold no, on, no. This is the what they're drinking. This is like a Ginsu knife commercial. But <laughs> wait, we, there's we, more. Yeah, exactly. Okay, I'm going to have a, for the champagne. A, a Cabernet with that steak that's okay. as strong and smoky oh, and dry. Nice. It's all get out. Okay. Chateau Lafitte. Yeah. Okay, oh, and, oh, and, and for, the, for the pudding oh, cake, you've got to have one of those Duncan Hines... Moist yellow cakes a with dunk. with butterscotch pudding on top, and you got to put the butterscotch yeah. on when the cake is hot, Ooh, I'm not a big so that the pudding guy. melts down into the cake. Nah. And then a little scoop of Cool Whip on top of that, yep. and that's my dessert. Okay. Wow. Okay. Chris, just yeah. a just a note, folks. There will be no Edwin Watts. Thanks, Gary. After that, I, listen. I'll just take a pizza. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pepperoni or sausage? That's all that's left. I don't. I don't. Oh, oh my! Anyway, goodness, great stuff. Anyway, yeah, we like we're foodies. Yeah. We all like food. Everybody likes food. Everybody. I mean, who doesn't like food? Well, I, we have a Kirby Co. Cooking Tip of the Week that I can't wait to get into on the next commercial break. Okay, let's see. Can okay, talk like to Chris. Let's go talk. Everybody, to Chris. everybody likes food. Right. Yes. For sure. Yes. If if they're breathing. But but yeah, you. I'm, I'm with you, Chris. You're uh, headed to another level. Uh, it's it's almost like it's almost a little creepy. I mean, when you wake up in the morning, Jim, yeah, uh-huh. that's the first thing you think of. Exactly. Isn't it? You're like, where am I having lunch, or or what am I going to have for lunch? Because I don't think you do I might, breakfast. I might be the luckiest man on the planet because Tara can cook like nobody's business. I've agreed. Kevin, you got the same agree. thing. I agree. I've always told you guys. I ain't the best looking. I ain't the smartest, but I'm the luckiest SOB you ever mm-hmm. met. <laughs> <laughs> to quote Frank Frangie, yeah, you definitely outkicked the coverage. Uh, no doubt. <laughs> no doubt. Anyway, let's go talk to Chris. Mm-hmm. Morning, Chris. Good morning, fellas. How y'all doing? Morning, buddy. Uh, happy, uh, I was going to uh, tell uh, Finger Mullet and Vanessa, uh, congratulations yes. uh, on getting married. Mm-hmm. Today's and, uh, the big day. Yep, today is the big day, and, and it's just crappy outside. But I, hopefully, it'll be a it'll be a big time big time party. Yeah, unless uh, unless the bachelor have... party last night got a little out of control. Yeah, could have could have knowing that bunch. Yeah, knowing that group. <laughs> yeah, it, right, no, it, uh, it just continues. There was no stoppage. <laughs> Oh really? No, I'm. Just, I wasn't there. I'm just. Saying. Hopefully, there's not a wheelchair involved in it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Annette. That's good. And that's uh, that, that's good. from the movie. No, 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 no. It's a, that's a true that's story. Not oh, going no. there. I don't think. It's yep. hilarious. Well, yep. can I can I hear it? Uh, no. no, probably better not to. No, not today. Mm-hmm. Not I, today. S- I smell a special not podcast episode. Oh, that yep. would be. No, we'll, anyway, save, Chris, we'll save that for another yep. day. I uh, was just wondering if y'all heard about Jerry Moulton. Uh, he's a long, long, long-time fisherman here you know, in around Jacksonville. One yeah. hell of a fisherman. Yeah, um, we, I think, we, we, we talked about it in the 7 o'clock hour. 
Uh, oh no, okay? we talked it. about it off the air, but we didn't talk talk about it on the air. Yeah, I don't. I don't think yeah. it made air. We didn't talk about well, it on the air. No, okay. No, we I, talked about it off the air. Okay. There, there, there was another. There, there was we a wall off the air. I, I know. Yeah. Yeah. We get confused sometimes. What's on the air and what's yeah. off the air? But you know, there's the Wahoo shootout is coming up. Yep. Okay. There was another Wahoo tournament that happened this week. Correct. That's yeah. Correct. The Don Combs. The Don Combs. Don Combs. Yep. Okay. Yep. And so, yep. like on More. Wednesday, there was a t- that that's was that the day of the tournament or one of the days of the tournament. Well, so, it's, so it's, it's just like Paul's tournament, but shorter. Right. Okay. So you got windows. Yeah. Well, Wednesday. Was beautiful. Yes, beautiful. Bunch of people went out, and so the guy. There's supposedly Chris. There was a guy that caught like a ninety pounder. Yeah, so, so like, ninety ninety one pounds. Yeah, what's he's out of St. Augustine. Okay, and he's doing the jig. Oh yeah, on the weigh-in stage, thinking it's over. There's no doubt. Yep. If I had a ninety one, if I had a ninety one Wahoo, yeah. or like just like if I had a ten and a half pound sheephead, mm-hmm. I'd be mm-hmm. going. It's yep. over. Yeah. I yep. have yep. won the El Cheapo. Yeah, we're done. <coughs> and you'd be wrong. Yep. Yep. And he our, was wrong. Our, our, our friend Jerry Moulton on another tangle catches a 126. Yeah. Do you know what else he had? Uh, uh, he no. had a 97 to go with it. Oh, my no. Gosh. Yes. Did he throw the 97 up there first to, just to tease him? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but I, I, I didn't get the fish. I was at work, but I, I heard about the 97, you know, as an also ran, also thought. But right, so let me, tell, a, let, me, let me tell you a quick story, just real quick. I had my brother Buford and the police chief, Jack Speech police chief, years ago, mm-hmm. fishing, back of a creek. He, we're, we're on a red bite. Mm-hmm. I even and, remember that I was out that day. Oh, you know, this, that's why. Okay, yep. so so anyway, he catches like a six pound trout. The yep. police chief. The police chief. Yep. Okay. And, and I'm like, I'm like, I, I said yep. that's that's a trophy. Okay. Okay. And, and he's literally, he's like, I've, I've never caught a trout that big. I, I want, and usually I let all of them go. They're that big. Yeah. He's wanted to. He wanted to keep it mounted. Okay. okay. I'm, I'm good. Thirty minutes later, I'm doing something, and my brother throws out some explicits. And I'm like, what are you? He goes, Kevin, the fish just took off drag. He goes, you, wait till you see this trout. I'm like, what? It's bigger. He goes, anyway, Chris, he catches it, right? And right. who is this, your brother or the, the no, police, police chief? chief? Police chief. Okay, yeah. he's, he's got a second one. And it dwarfs the six. Oh, boy. Okay. Oh, my God. Yeah, so the, the six is dead. We got to keep this other one. Yep. And it ended up being 11 and a half. Oh, my God. 11 oh my and a half God. pounds? Yeah, 11 and a half pounds. So, so, so I come out of the creek, and there's Kirk fishing the main ditch. And my brother's like, you got to pull over there. I'm like, Keith, he's on a charter. Don't do anything stupid. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And God, Kirk set himself up so bad. I mean, hook, line, and sinker. We pull up there, and my brother goes, hey, Captain Kirk, you know, you're having a good day. Kirk's like, man, we're just we're killing the trout. <laughs> Oh, no, you didn't. So Keith pulls out the six, Mm -hmm. and he goes, do you have one like this? And Kirk's jaw just drops, and his charter's like, oh, my God, look at the size of that Uh, trout. uh And Keith's like, well, if you ain't got one of these, you got one of these? (laughs) Holds up the 12. Yeah, Yeah. holds up the 12. (laughs) (laughs) And Kirk's like, holy. I mean, it was a legit 11 and a half 
pound trout. So Kirk's clients <laughs> oh, yeah, are looking at, at going, Kirk going, yeah. why you, can't we do that? You, <laughs> why are we catching all these throwbacks? Captain, like, well, you suck. Oh, boy. Uh, I, I told him, We got the wrong it. captain. Chris, I swear I told him, don't do it, but that's my brother. Oh, Buford was digging it. <laughs> yep. I've never seen an 11-pound trout, and yep. I, I trout fish quite a bit. I've never seen one either. Yep. Yep. One of, yeah. one of the biggest ones I've ever caught. I've caught, I've caught one that was 12. So Wow. That's some, a giant trout. Yeah. What's your biggest trout, Kirk? 13. 13? Oh, my oh. heaven. Yep. Yep. Good Lord. Monster. We had three that, 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 that I remember. one day. I remember that. A 9, 11, and a 13. Golly. Wow. I'd say the biggest I recall. That's maybe odd. five yeah, my, or six. Uh, yeah. My doctor, my eye doctor, that did the surgery on my eye yeah. a couple years ago. I remember it. that day. I remember you sending me pictures. That's why you like, can see so good. Oh, man, he did a great job. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Thanks, you, Chris. Thank you, Chris. Take care, fellas. Bye, buddy. He's got, uh, he's got eye. His eyes are be good forever. All right, I'll let's never take a break. forget that, too. That was a great day. Let's take a break. We come back. Uh, Brian is on hold. He wants to talk a little Wahoo fishing, and then we're going to do a Kirby Co. Builders cooking tip of the week right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Do you know it? I, I, I'm cheating. Totally. <laughs> R.I.P. Meatloaf. There it is. Yep. Meat it was really interesting loaf. yesterday, and, and I, I, I didn't know much about Meatloaf. I, I knew, I've obviously known who he was yeah. you know, my whole life and, and listened to his, to his music to a certain extent. But, you know, you, you think about that generation and that kind of music, and yeah, uh, the first thing you think about is sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Oh, right? yeah, right? 100%. I mean, yeah, and he and, acted like a complete maniac on stage. A complete, complete maniac, and the guy was straight. Yep. Um, he said that his inspiration was his football coach, and and he, and he never, he said because of, of the cultural that, that his football coach taught him, he never forgot that. Wow. And he said, if you don't want people taking pictures of you in a bar drunk, don't go in a bar drunk. Get drunk. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, it was it was really, because when you think about that guy, you just think of all kinds of crazy stuff. Right, right. right. But he, that's not him, man. Because he just looked wild as a witch doctor. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, exactly. So, R.I.P. Meatloaf, R.I.P. Yeah. Let's go talk to Brian, and then we got Mr. Paul Dozier. You knew anytime they talk when we talk about Wahoo, we gotta talk we gotta talk to these two guys. What's up, Brian? What's up, fellas? You buddy. Yeah, I went and saw the boys down there at the tire outlet or tire depot on uh what was it, Thursday. Was that when I called you, Kevin? Tire outlet, yeah. You saw yeah. you you did on them with uh with, with Danny. With Danny and Glenn, yep. They they <laughs> hooked me up real good. Good. Nice. nice. Awesome. Yep, yep. So did you do well, the Wahoo thing we, on uh on Wednesday? Yeah, we had a there. We I didn't fish, but there was a hell of a week uh, starting last Saturday through Thursday of Wahoo fishing. I mean, Jerry Moulton had a hundred broke Don Combs Northeast Florida record with a hundred and twenty six pound Wahoo, and to go along with it, he had a mere ninety seven pound Wahoo. Oh, it was ninety seven. What a what a day yeah. of fishing, huh? <laughs> Holy cow, man! Think about it. You got a hundred something pounds of just fresh Wahoo. Yeah, but he had he had four other fish to go with it. Oh my oh. gosh! Oh. Yeah, it was 
there was a 91 weighed in, an 87, probably four or five fish in the mid to upper 70s. I, it was everybody I talked to that fished, you know, Wednesday, Thursday, and last Saturday had multiple big fish. Unreal. Well, you know, when we were at the marina on Wednesday cleaning fish, there was five or six guys standing around there, and none of them caught anything. Really? Nothing. I mean, nothing. Right, could, could that nothing. be, Brian, because of the way uh, north or south? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. And I talked to Larry Minyard. He fished out of St. Augustine, and they didn't, they didn't even have a bite. Huh. Trolled all day long and not a single bite. Oh, my gosh. That's Larry went wahoo fishing? He went wahoo fish, fishing Wednesday. Mm. Yep. He yeah, used I all did. his luck in the woods. <laughs> well, I, I I wish that was the case because I tell you, between Jerry Moulton and Spencer uh, Ross, they're cashing a lot of checks here in Saint in Saint Augustine and Key West, and they've got horseshoes right now that cannot be pried out. Wow, that's good though. You know what though, Jerry's been fishing tournaments forever. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. he he's, ever he's owed he's owed a win. No, yeah. absolutely, and he's, he, put in he's his enjoying time. his retirement. That is for sure. Yeah, there's yeah. no doubt. That's he put the in truth. His time. That's the truth. All right, Brian, let us go. We're going to go talk to Paul. Okay. Yep, talk to Paul later. All right, so let's bring uh, Paul Dozier up. He's got the Wahoo shootout coming on. And and morning, Paul. Good morning, guys. How we doing? Morning, buddy. Good. So you get a 126-pound Wahoo, and like you catch a 100-pound drum, the meat's kind of wormy, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yes, sir. Okay. 126 pound wahoos, the meat wormy or no. is it still good? No, sir, that meat's fine. That meat's good as long as it's iced down properly. That that meat will be just as good as a 50 pound wahoo, I would imagine. I've I've never uh, got the sample of 126 pound wahoos, <laughs> Jeff. But uh, 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 80 or 90 pounder is just as good as a uh, a 40 pounder. Well, with that 126 pound so. wahoo, you can buy any kind of fresh fish you want. That's right. For a few meals. What is a legal wahoo? That's a good question. I don't know there's a size limit on Wahoo. I don't know, but the smallest Wahoo, I've caught a, a Wahoo before uh, way offshore on the east side of the Gulf Stream. It was under 10 pounds several times. You know, uh, it's funny you catch the further offshore you get, it seems to be the smaller they get, believe it or not. And the larger ones are, are, are in, seem to be lately in, in shallower water, 110 to 140 feet of water. Yeah, I'm just out of curiosity, you know, what, is there a keeper size? You know, is there a minimum size? I mean, how does that work? Right I yeah, no, I've looked. I think if he if he bites, he rides. It's kind of the Wahoo rule, I think. Unless you've caught a whole bunch of them, you know. The, there's there's a bag limit of two per person per boat. Yeah, there's no and minimum some of our size guys limit. Have, have, have caught those and have released fish after catching their limit. Okay, uh, well, let me ask you yeah. this. Yeah, there's no minimum size. Let limit. me ask you guys all, according to federal all of you guys, regulations. Okay, what's the smallest Wahoo? You ever caught? I don't catch one. I, I can answer that question. I've yeah. only caught one, and yeah. it was it was seventy five yeah, pounds. Yeah. <laughs> I've only caught um, one. I've caught, like I said, I've caught, I've caught a couple seven eight pounders out at the weather buoy, one hundred and twenty miles offshore. You okay, know, okay. Little, little guys living on. You can, sometimes you catch those really small ones on on floating debris and, and stuff like that uh, in the in the spring or summertime out in the deep water. Um, you you catch some smaller fish. Yeah. Cool. Because yeah, I mean, so. just you know, when you think of wahoo, yeah, there's my I mean, like like with dolphin, you can think of peanut dolphin. Oh yeah, 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 absolutely. You know, when you think of wahoo, you don't think of 
little peanut wahoo. Mm-hmm. You think of no, you know, generally pounders. the average size wahoo. Yeah, I'd say the average wahoo around these parts are thirty-five to forty pounds. Yeah, and uh, a lot of times the, the the rogue fish, the bigger fish, are kind of off on their own, like loners, like most you know species of fish. Uh, uh-huh. I doubt you're gonna I doubt you're gonna find a school of hundred and twenty-six pounders. Uh, but it seems, it seems like most times when they, when you get into a bite of 40 pounders, you might catch a 50 or 60 pounder, but you're probably not going to catch that. Generally the guys that catch the giants, uh, you know, they're, they're not going to catch a huge amount of numbers. Of course, there's always exceptions to that rule, but, uh, yeah. I mean, you you, it's yep. just, you can see it on the beach for us yep. well, when we're king fishing. I mean, a yeah, lot of times when yeah. you get on a, a bite of 15 to 20 pounders, that's what you're going to catch. Yeah. You may catch that yeah, rogue. Thirty pounder, right? But for the most part, if that's what's there, yeah, that's what's there. Birds of a feather. Yep. Yeah. So you're probably the, not going to catch a fifty. That's right. right. With the Wahoo shootout, Paul, you guys ready to rock and roll? When's it start? What's uh, what's the scoop? We are ready to rock and roll, man. I, I tell you, we've been doing this as our twelfth year doing this, and I wow. can never remember the excitement and the fishing as good as it is right now leading up to it. Generally, it's quite slow uh, leading up to it. And then we get the big bite in February and March. And uh, everybody should take notice to, to when that great fishing was last week. It was right around the full moon, which all these guys always try to fish around the full moon. And sure enough, there it is, another another theory of that. But, yeah, the Wahoo shoot our, our kickoff party is next Saturday, a week from today, at the St. Augustine Rod and Gun Club, beginning at 4 p.m. Uh, Garmin has sponsored our kickoff party. We're excited to, to get this, this thing started with the fishing the way it is. We, we got a chance. We have a chance to have a record turnout, and uh, we're not there yet. But like I said, everybody everybody's fired up to go wahoo fishing right now. Thank goodness. Is there is there a cutoff, Paul, on numbers of boats? There are. There's no cutoff okay. on numbers of boats. Okay. The, uh, the 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 entry fee goes up on th- after Thursday. So if you register after Thursday, it's going to cost you. Another hundred and fifty dollars. So there's no reason in this tournament to wait. Yeah. If you're gonna, if you're gonna, if you're gonna uh, register, go ahead to wahooshootout.com. Go by Strike Zone and get signed up. It'll make uh, it'll make the registration process that much easier. You save yourself some money, and uh, we'll be we'll be good to go. We're gonna have uh, live music uh, next Saturday at, at the Gun Club. We're gonna do a, a shrimp boil. We have food courtesy of. of Mellow Mushroom and Zaxby's and, and it, everybody's invited. So come on out and enjoy. Uh, it, it, folks, enjoy our kickoff party. It's it's fun. Carrie and I go. We have a good time. It's 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 right down the road. I don't fish the tournament, but uh, you know you go and and um, it's it's a ball. It it really is. You do a good job, Paul. If, if thank you. If you like to be around fishermen and like minded people, it's a good spot to come hang out on a Saturday afternoon for a couple hours. We'll have an awesome raffle. Uh, you know, we've, we've, uh, we're blessed to have great sponsors. We'll have some great prizes in the raffle and, uh, we're going to give away a bunch of money to somebody. Somebody's going to get lucky. I wouldn't, I wouldn't bet against Jerry Moulton or uh, Spencer Ross, as Brian said, but, uh, yeah, the fishing's great. Hopefully uh, we can get this winter out of us in the next few days and, uh, get back to, let's, let's start thinking about springtime. Yeah. It's, it's, it's getting that time. Thanks buddy. Stay in touch. All right. Hey. Y'all have a good one. Good luck. Thanks, Paul. See you, Paul. 641-1010 right here on 1010XL, 92.5 FM. <laughs> Jeff Locke. <laughs> mm, Kirby Co. cooking tip of the week. is <clears throat> It is something else. <laughs> Kirk Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Welcome back. 
with does, a Minden Chevrolet outdoor show. I have to ask Get you that something real, real quick. Yeah. yeah. Does eating make your hat crooked? A little bit. <laughs> just, just a I mean, little did, bit. did you hit it well, like, it like trying to get It just depends how fast he's shoveling. Yeah, exactly. Well, you're honking you know, down. You have to, you know, during radio hours, you have to learn how to eat mm. differently. You do. Yeah. That's right. Oh. Yeah. yeah, you got you to live segment, different. by the way, having yeah. Paul on to talk a little. Yes. I mean, first of all, he does a great job with the Wahoo Shootout. Yeah, yes. His, his tournaments that he does – Top notch, second to none. Top notch, and are the standard for fishing tournaments there, in our community. I, 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 you know, I couldn't he, agree he, more. Obviously, he started the Kingfish Shootout too, but he and I grew up together, kingfishing, mm-hmm. and we loved to fish the beach. That's what we loved to do, yep. and, and we talked for years about the old school. I didn't have anything to do with it, but we yeah. talked about it a lot. Yeah, and that tournament now. Is is the best. It's, it's fun. It's, it's just it's, like the El Chipo. It's a fun exa- family event. That's exactly right. It's a gen- it's, it was a genius idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I give him that. Yeah. The yeah. only thing that, that I'm disappointed in is that Paul couldn't have been here in person to experience the Kirby Co. Cooking Tip of the Week. Yeah, he would. He probably would have liked that. Oh uh, yeah, he would have not have liked it. Uh, and now it's time for the Kirby Co. Builders Cooking Tip of the Week. Kirby Co. Builders, industry leader and proven provider of framing, drywall, interior, and exterior finishing on both commercial and residential products. Go to kirbycobuilders.com to learn more. And uh, this is, uh, Tara's gluten-free. Mm-hmm. So this is completely gluten-free. Very nice. Chris is gluten-free, aren't you, Chris? I am. I am. Well, not all the time. I mean, it's by, um, it's by just. choice. A, yeah, 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 yeah. It, it's good for me. Well, we use, I'm a big fan of Salisbury steak. I love Salisbury mm-hmm. steak. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. If it's done right. If it's done right, okay. That's let, now let's take you, you know guys what? That, that, That's back. a great point. Yeah. You, you can't get bad Salisbury steak. Yep. Bad Salisbury steak yep. is chewy yep. and nasty. Okay. Let me take you guys back. Back in time. Wow. Oh, Remember I know. the time of TV TV dinners, dinners yes. baby. Oh, yeah. Did you guys eat? Salisbury steak yes. TV no, dinners. I did oh. not eat that TV all dinner. the time. Absolutely. Man. Banquet, I, did. I didn't like that. Hundred percent. They Hundreds still even make TV dinners. I don't know. Hundreds. I, yeah, they do. Yeah, they, they do. do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had the TV dinners with the TV tray. Me you remember too. the TV yeah. tray? You oh, sit yeah. on the couch. Oh yeah, you yeah. little metal tray. <laughs> yeah, you unfold <laughs> it right yes. in front of you. Yeah, yeah. 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 Little fold up metal ones. I had the yeah. fold up metal ones. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they were so big. I remember ZZ Top had a song called TV Dinners. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know? Yeah, because they were so popular. Yeah. But TV dinner, totally my f- one of the only TV dinners that I liked was Salisbury steak. Yeah, I don't, I don't know that I ate any others. No, there was, you know, no, I, I, maybe I liked maybe when I was a kid. Or I'm serious. Yeah, I don't there think was, I had, there was like a quote unquote had, fried chicken that I liked. Yeah, yeah. I had the the chick, the fried chicken, and the ham steak with the raisin sauce. That was one of my favorites. Mm. Uh, that's, yeah, that's just that's <laughs> yeah. it was I think I'm with you, Kevin. I think yeah. the only one I ever had was Salisbury yeah, steak. Yeah, I think so. So anyway, this is. Tara's go-to recipe for Salisbury steak, and you can tweak it however you want to. We like doing it with venison. I think venison has uh, a unique flavor, yeah, way so. better than ground beef. And you can get creative if you wanted to do venison and add a little bit of sausage, or if you wanted to mix a little bit of sausage in with ground beef. If you don't have any venison, you can do it however you want to do it. But this recipe that she got from recipe... Uh, 10 Eats, which is yep. uh, a website that uh, that she got it from, is gluten-free. And then she actually did it, and I don't know if she actually included this in there, probably not, but she did it when 
and if you get an, an opportunity, you can buy white sweet potatoes. Mm-hmm. Yep. White sweet potatoes are a very unique taste, and she does mashed white sweet potatoes to go along with the gluten-free so good. venison Salisbury steaks, and that thing's got a pile of mushrooms, and there's nothing better than a bunch of mushrooms. And then she actually was making Dylan some um, cracked cheese uh, breakfast burritos, and that's why she had some leftover egg. And I was like, put the egg in a bowl. Let's save it. You know, that's going to be good so we can make the yeah. the Salisbury steak and eggs and with uh, mashed potatoes as a breakfast dish now. So anyway, this is a, a easy to do recipe, and it's oh so good. Yep, she uses uh, arrowroot instead of flour to yes. make a roux, which is good. Yep, to make it gluten. So which which mm. explain to people what arrowroot and that is. I mean, I I, I don't know. Well, I mean, one's gluten free, one's not. Yeah, you know, flour is made from ground corn. Right, right, and arrowroot is basically made from a root. Uh, a root that's ground up, and what it does is it helps to take things that that you want to make into a sauce. It tightens them up. You know, if you want to uh, make a gravy or a soup or something like that, a lot of people will use cornstarch, and I don't like cornstarch because it gives it almost like a I don't know starchy flavor. Yeah, well, not just that. It's <laughs> and just also a corny flavor. Yeah, right. Uh, it's just corny starchy flavor. It's it's thicker and almost jelly like, and and if you use like fresh ground flour. And butter mm. to make a roux, it uh, to me it tightens it up and it makes it taste a lot better. Now arrowroot, it it's a great it's a great thing to use instead of a, a flour because then it, it becomes a, a non-GMO. Yeah, which which better. I will I will say, look, I don't know a it's whole lot for your gut about gluten yeah. and gluten free and all that. I'll just be, you know, she's gluten free, so mm. I eat gluten free a lot right. of times. I will say is that I don't feel as bloated right. when we ha- when we eat. Gluten-free stuff. 100%. Right. So, and I, I don't know why. All I know is that I eat, like, whatever she cooks, and this is amazing. So if you want to do so a little school good. Salisbury steak, uh, some venison Salisbury steaks recipes up on our Facebook page and our Instagram page. All right, let's go to the phone lines. Let's bring up MJ. Wants to talk about a grouper encounter. Good morning, MJ. Hey, how you doing? Hey, good. my uh, co- cousin owns a, uh, or runs a, uh, you know, fishing charter, so he took my dad and I out. They caught a Goliath grouper that I about fell out of the boat looking at. I've never seen anything that big fish-wise, anyway. And uh, I didn't know if you guys had any encounters with with a Goliath grouper. And when, just a couple questions. When when was this? This was last uh, last year, and it was down in Brevard County. Okay, oh, right there between uh, you know right where the banana and Indian River and all that is Merritt Island. And, there. and those guys were targeting them, right? Correct. I mean, obviously, if they caught one, they had the correct gear out to catch this fish. I guess. Yeah. You know, I'm not. Yeah. You know, and I'm just a part-time fisherman, but I know that. Uh, I said, "What are you going to do with that?" And he said, "It's junk." He said, "They eat your bait, and they uh, they're full of worms." Uh, yeah, they're, it's also. Illegal to harm them. Illegal, yeah. Yeah, yeah you can't. Yeah, right. yeah. But, yeah. but you're asking, do we have encounters with them? Absolutely. Um, our, our local wrecks and, and reefs out of Jacksonville, Bayport, St. Augustine, um, Matanzas, uh, yes, there's lots of Goliath groupers. We, 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 don't, we don't usually have the tackle um, to catch them. 
You know, right. it's it. You but you you do know when you get one on because you'll be fighting oh, yeah. a snapper or something like that, and all of a sudden something just swallows it and breaks your line. Um, and then yeah. the divers, Kirk, yeah, tell us all the time how many Goliath groupers are uh, you know on these reefs. Yeah, Robert Holmcroft has yep. told me a, a couple places that I had fished and lost good quality fish on the bottom, and said, "Well, it was probably a Goliath because there's a couple of them hanging down there." Yeah, you know. Oh, I see. Yeah. Uh, I just, I have never came across anything like that. I just, I, it blew me away. Yeah, they're they're giant. Oh, they get huge. <laughs> All right, buddy. <laughs> All right, buddy. Thank you. Yeah, I had one eaten by, I had a kingfish eaten by one last summer. I had a barracuda. Remember the barracuda that I had? And I was like, Goliath? what? It, it came up and flopped the water. I was yeah. like, golly. Uh, yeah, I, it, was, it wasn't a small coot either. It was 25, 30 pounds. Yeah, they're like a, a, a mouth with a tail. Absolutely. I mean, bucket mouth, you know? Yep. Giant. Yep. All right, we take our last break, and when we come back, Jeff, we'll do uh, weather and the tides update. <laughs> we really need to look at this weather, right, Chris? <laughs> nasty. On top of nasty. On top of nasty. <laughs> Kirk, Kirk uh, we got to talk about our trip. Yeah. All right. You know? Yeah. <clears throat> Man, we had a great day. We'll talk about that and do the weather and tides right after this right here on the Nimdick Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Welcome back to the Nimnik Outdoor Show, and hey, welcome to Moe's Does Catering Bundles. Whether you're hosting a party, a business function, or even a wedding, hey, how about a Super Bowl party? Yeah, a little Moe's. Moe's Catering or a football yeah. party. Moe's has you covered from head to toe, especially taking care of the stomach. Uh, they've got the free chips and salsa, and you can try out one of the bundles and save a bunch of money. And don't forget, Moe's Catering Bundles are packed full of flavor, served with their famous queso mouth-watering desserts and drinks of your choice. Go to Moe's.com forward slash catering <laughs> to take care of that. All right, let's do an updated <clears throat> weather and an updated tides. Updated weather port brought to you by the Bearded Pig, the best barbecue in Jacksonville. And if you need to have your stomach happy, <laughs> get a little brisket, get you a little jalapeno poppers, get oh, you a yeah. side of greens. Sun. Some, uh, Some of the, the bean beans. casserole, uh, the cowboy beans, the fatty beans. cut brisket, oh, money. Oh, the ribs are outstanding. Greens, pork ribs. I love oh greens. Man, those greens. And I like their greens because they got carrots in it. I like You wouldn't think the carrots would go about. with it, but they do. Oh, they do. Hey, sorry, uh, the weather for today, north winds 20 knots, seas 5 to 7 feet. North winds tonight, 15 knots, 4 to 6 feet. Tomorrow, northwest winds, 15 knots, seas 3 to 5 feet, 11 seconds on the interval there. Monday, northwest winds, 5 to 10. Tuesday, north winds, 5 to 10. Wednesday, north winds, 10 to 15. That essentially means that the weather's going to be cooler because of all that north wind, it's going to be making us cold, so to speak, and that's all relative, right? Because the highs for the next few days are going to be Today is uh, 46, tomorrow 57, yes. 60 on Monday, 57 on Tuesday. But just be glad that you live where we do because <laughs> if you lived in Langdon, North Dakota, the high today would be 3, tomorrow it would be 14, One, two, Monday would be five. minus 5. High of 14? Yes. Uh, the high on Tuesday <laughs> there is minus 12. The high. The high. I mean, what the hell do you do? I'm serious. You don't go out. You stay in. That's exactly what I'm saying. We had this conversation, but I'm like. I told you the story about snowmobiling when I was a kid, went up there and was riding the snowmobile, 
and it was one of those days where the high was in minus, and I'm out riding the snowmobile, and no goggles. the goggles kept fogging up, so I took them off, and then while I'm, I'm going, all of a sudden you get going like maybe 15 miles an hour. You close and your if eyes. You, if you'd blink, you're done. your eyes wouldn't open back up freeze. because the, the tears would freeze your eyelashes together, and you'd slam the brakes on, stop, and literally pick the ice off of your eyelashes so that you could open your eyes back up again. I, I, That's just dumb. Just, just real quick, I remember deer hunting in Kansas one time. The wind chill now. It was minus 26. And, and by the way, that's that day that I rode snowmobile, yeah. that was minus 100 wind chill that day. Whoa! I had the, the my, my mom my mom saved the newspaper the very next day which was either the it was either the Fargo newspaper or the the Grand Forks Gazette, right. whatever it was. Right. Minus 100 that day. So anyway, getting down, I'd been up there for two or three hours. I'm in the wind's blowing. I'm froze. Take my gloves off to 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 let the, my bow down, and so it, because they're all frozen, I, I was worried about hanging onto the ladder. So I took mm-hmm. my gloves off and I threw them down on top of my bow. By the time I got down. I couldn't use my hands to untie my bow. I had to like pick it up with my palms and 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 take my mouth and 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 undo the knot. Yeah, your fingers off, are because gone, they're done. Gone. And then I had to try to get my gloves on. And, and you're talking about that's 26. You're talking about 100. That's nuts. Oh yeah. That's nuts. Crazy. Yeah. All right, Tide yeah. Port brought to you by the best turkey sub in Jacksonville at Angie Sub. <laughs> but seriously, the uh the Peruvian the uh, Dr. Bang Scrippy, and what's and the, the other most popular? The Jack like, Del Rio. I like the oh, Del Rio. The turkey. I, that's the one I get is the Del Rio. <laughs> turkey. And get you the, get you the, hit. the tater the tots. Hit. Get you the tater tots. Tater tots. And they are crispy, man. Yeah. They're money. And re- request them now. Don't. But yeah, that Lagaman turkey, man, mm. that's the one oh, you it's, get. Oh, it's yeah, wonderful. Tides for Mayport today at 5.14 p.m. It's going to be a negative .18 low tide. Tomorrow in the morning, 5.34 a.m., it's a negative .01. Tomorrow afternoon at 12.03 p.m., it's a 4.13 high tide. That's your tides brought to each and every week by Angie Subs, you know, the, the home of sweet tea. The, the one thing about, and, and Kirk, you'll back me up on this, uh, there's too many pretty days to yeah. fish here. Yeah. It's just, it, it's, it's, it's too, it, it's, it's too dangerous to it fish, is. you know, uh, if, if you happen to fall overboard or something, oh, I mean, you're you know you're in trouble. You're, you're, you're in, in trouble, trouble, man. You, know? you break down. By the you way, break down exactly. My sea legs suck. Oh, they're gone. Oh my god, they're totally gone. I don't have sea legs. I got to work on that a little bit because fish yeah. with Kirk last week. Yeah, you know, me and Kirk and Steve and Dylan, and then this week me and Kirk and Dylan went out, and we had an, an amazing day. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. We caught what were those reds size wise. They were thirty-five to forty inches. Yeah, you were catching bull reds on a, on a snapper reef offshore. Oh, 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 okay. okay. And the snapper, <laughs> it was stupid. I tried to talk Kirk and let me keep him three. <laughs> it was stupid. Tilapia? I, just, <laughs> I let you keep tilapia. Red tilapia. I told him. I said they, they're, these are, these are albino sheephead. Exactly. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we were we were honking them. It was oh, like it was stupid. You could ridiculous. put a yes. put a fiddler crab. They'd eat the fiddler. Oh, crabs. they yeah. If you put a shrimp, and they'd eat that. Yeah. We even had crappy shrimp, and they ate those. Oh yeah, I can't yeah. believe 
that seriously that you can't keep like one a boat a day. No, it's ridiculous, Jeff. I mean, well, but that, anyway, how about that toad red that he caught on that little whippy uh, bull's yeah. bay rod? Dylan, yeah. Dylan's got a bull bull bay rod. Yeah. Oh my god! And caught how how much you think that fish weighed? Twenty five pounds. Oh, Twenty five pound red fish on a on an inshore bull bay rod. Most a forty inch red on a on a little. Yeah. Oh, whippy that's what rod. Travis and I and Doug were catching them on. Couple weeks ago. And we were fishing with jig heads in 45 feet of water. Um, so were we. Really? Yeah. It what, was fun. Uh, what size? Well, wait, I was using a 3 Oh, no, it, it, It's just quarter ounce. Yeah. yeah no, Isn't that crazy? Using, oh, yeah. We were using 3 eighths. Yeah. And, and, and we were just dropping live shrimp and uh, hammering those did, big reds. Did we have a drum? We had two sheep head. We never caught a drum that we had day. Two sheep's head and, no, and some trout. With the snapper? Yeah, same oh, yeah. place as the um, no, no, we had to move to another little red. Okay. No, it was different. We found yeah. a sheephead. A little, but little you couldn't get a bait. Do you have anything inside of three miles? Yes. Do you, do you ever catch snapper on? Yeah. Yeah, we talked about that. I'm not yeah. going to do it. I know. It. I'm not going to do it either. But, I do. But, I mean, you I'm know. I'm just not going to do it. Yep. yep. I, can, I can tell you this. The sheephead got to show up. I mean, right now, they're, it's oh, not we on fire. as hard as we could. And, and never caught a sheephead on the rocks. Uh-uh. Wow. Not one. Nope. Now, the blennies and toadfish, dude, <laughs> yeah. I, I am the blenny champ. Oh, Dylan was wearing them toadies out, buddy. Dylan is <laughs> the toad, toad champ. Fish king, buddy. I'm the blenny oh, champ. It was funny. Man, Steve funny. was wearing him out going, oh, he's got another yeah. one. Logs. The Nimnik Outdoor Show is brought to you by some awesome sponsors. St. Augustine Moe's Southwest Grill, St. Hatchie River Club, Angie Sub, Strike Zone, Tire Outlet, Kirby Co. Builders, Whalen Bay Marine, CNH Marine Construction, Atlantic Coast Marine, Consignment Boat Sales, LV Hires Inc., Hagen Coastal Outfitters, and Hagen Ace Hardware, Shark Coatings, TS Home Renovations, that's Travis, Handyman Travis, mm-hmm. Coastal Equipment, two locations, Thick Pen Heating and Cooling, Claude Nolan Cadillac, The Bearded Pig, Ring Power and the Cat Rental Store, Stack M Storage, and of course, the Nimnick family of dealerships Buick and GMC on Phillips Highway and Chevrolet on Cassett Avenue, where you always get a best price guarantee at the Nimnik family of dealerships. Folks, remember, anything you do in the outdoors, always think safety first. Y'all stay warm this weekend and enjoy it. See ya. See ya. See ya. That's great, Bob. Morning, RJ. Because I'm hooked on hooking up And there ain't no cure